Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 89, and my name is Henry. And no Chloe this time around. She's a little too swamped with stuff. Uh, too busy for us. Yeah. <laughs> but in her place are we have two guests uh, coming back for the second week in a row is our buddy Henry Wilkinson. Hello. Yes. Uh, and then also coming back to the show after a little bit of a hiatus is our friend Jeremy Howell. Jeremy Howell. Not oh, yeah. Powell. Not Powell. That's yeah. right. We finally <laughs> get As I said the right. first time. Yeah. So, great to be back. Yeah. Thanks, y'all, for coming on. Yeah. You know, it's going to be great. And we are going to be talking about Midsummer, uh, as well as another A24 horror film, The Witch, from 2015. So it's going to be a lot of horror talk, you know? Then we have some news, some listener questions, all of the usual stuff. So thanks again for joining us once again. How are y'all doing? Pretty good. Yeah. How are you? Doing well. Yeah. Uh, it's a hot North Carolina summer. Uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Burning it up is. out there. True. Anybody? I've been outside all week, Chloe and I, because we work at a camp. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been pretty bad. <laughs> the uh, the worst had, thing. Like, kids faint. Oh, yeah. The Ooh. humidity is yeah. terrible. I mean, yeah. it just zaps your energy. Just, For sure. Uh, I think we need like a... To like introduce like the siesta into like North Carolina <laughs> culture. Yeah, <laughs> I need a nap idea. every day about four o'clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be down. Yep. Yeah, yep. It'll be good. Let's make it. No happen. matter where you are, just four four o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon, <laughs> yeah. you go down. Right. Right. But uh, oh, and I guess a few quick little announcements. So we have teased that our uh, companion podcast, the Music Buds, would be coming soon, and I think I can say officially it is coming next week. At some point, we're going to be getting together, or at least Chloe and myself, with possible guests, I don't know, we'll see, to talk about The Beatles, Bob Dylan, and Elton John for three mini little episodes that we're going to release all at once just to, as our, uh, to celebrate our, our launch. And so wow. that kind of goes in coordination with Rocketman, Yesterday, and the Bob Dylan documentary Rolling Thunder Review, which is on Netflix, so... Starting with three of the greats. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and I guess also, uh, I know, Jeremy, I told you about it. We do have a Patreon page now. So you can go to patreon.com slash the film buds and become a film buds patron. So good. You know? Yeah. So go ahead and do that. That's And it's all in the show notes. Or you can go to the filmbuds.com and uh, get access through there. But, um, yeah. So a lot of content. Oh, and tomorrow, I'm getting together with my friend uh, Jacob Number One, as he's known on the show, to do a heist <laughs> movie special. Nice. So, you know, plenty of content coming your way. Well, uh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Really great. Any Anything else y'all want to mention? You know? Any crazy stories? Any... Oh, man. Uh, Henry, you got anything? Any, any, any stories hmm. from camp? Stories from camp. Besides well, kids fainting. Yeah, besides kids fainting. Um, I mean, it was a great second week. Yeah. Um, what kind of camp is it? So we do crazy chairs. It's this like very interesting concept to describe to people. It's um, basically like a wooden sawhorse, and then we cover it in paper and tape, and then yeah. plaster, and then paint, and they end up looking like animals at the end of the day. Um, but this week we had a chameleon, and last week we had an armadillo, or armadilla, as Celie has affectionately dubbed it. Which we've never had before, so we like built steel pipes onto the back to make the sort of 
rounded shape. Mm. Um, this is like the the film buds like art special. Yeah. Oh yeah. Had, <laughs> there you go. Big time. Man. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Henry who's yeah. you know, doing his art and also art and object, which is yeah. the news site that I run. Yeah. So cool. And thefilmbuds.com, which is super artsy. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. Three different arts. Yes. The, yeah. the, the visual arts buds. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that could be a third yeah. spin-off show. You, you know? Yeah. The book, maybe the book buds, Although the visual we, I, art buds. Art podcasts are always difficult because uh, you're always having to like describe mm. in great detail. Could be a little difficult. Yeah, yeah especially visual arts. Yeah. You right. know, right. that whole thing. Musical buds. Yeah. Every review well, musicals. <laughs> well, we all, I yeah. guess we can, we could combine music buds and film yeah, buds at some go. point too. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, with all that said, I guess yeah. we can go ahead and jump into our first review, which is Midsummer. And we have a clip. Let's take a listen. I told you that I want to go to that festival in Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity and I decided Look, I to do it. I don't mind you going. I just wish you would have told me. That's all. Dude, she needs a therapist. You've been wanting out of this stupid relationship for like a year now. And don't forget about all of the beautiful Swedish women you'll meet in June. Okay, guys. That's not her again. Seriously? Babe, what's happening? Danny. I was so very sorry to hear about what happened. I'm sorry. I invited Danny to come to Sweden. You know what she's been going through? Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. Okay, so Midsummer is... Written and directed by Ari Aster and stars Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, William Jackson Harper, Wilhelm Blomgren, Will Poulter. That's about it. Yeah. And the synopsis is a couple travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. Sounds like Henry's camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you Just go. Just a little. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that makes me and Chloe, because mm-hmm. we're sort of like in charge of things. Uh-oh. The high mm-hmm. priest. Uh-oh. Priest Watch and out. priestess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this one is the follow-up to the director's Hereditary, which came out last year to big or widespread it's acclaim. Such a good film. Yeah. Did y'all, y'all like it? You yeah. liked Hereditary? I did. I loved it. I hated it. I <gasps> really? I really? thought it was so lame. Well, see, I, I've, I've, and I, I know some people who, who disliked it, so yeah. I know you're not alone there. Yeah. No, so. yeah. But yeah, this, so this one has just been making its rounds and to pretty high acclaim, I think, mm-hmm. for the most part, and um, been turning some heads for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Smashing them. Those yes, spoilers. yes. <laughs> Maybe so. Yes. Well, what did y'all think of Midsummer? Midsummer. Samar. Well, Midsummer, as I was referring to <laughs> I, it. That's how I, I asked at the theater for my yeah, ticket by accident. Same. So. Yeah. Well, okay. I really like it. Um, I thought it was beautifully done. The cinematography was just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Like, probably one of the most beautiful horror films I've ever seen. Um so bright you know which is interesting normally in horror films it's sort of covered in darkness Mm -hmm. and i liked that this was you know they they had the sun almost always in the sky which was interesting yeah well Um, see now 
is this a horror film, Henry? Yeah, that's a good question. Because, see, I refer to it as one, mm-hmm. but I feel like it sort of lives in its own category. It's not really strictly yeah. horror. What makes a horror film? Yeah, we were talking a little, oh. little bit about <laughs> That'll keep you busy. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> talking a little bit about, before the, the podcast, about, um, I sort of felt this was kind of similar to Green Inferno uh, a little mm-hmm. bit. And there's almost like uh, this developing cultural horror subgenre mm-hmm. of, you know, putting uh, typical American Westerners in strange uh, cultural environments that they're unfamiliar with and then disaster ensues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess there's, I guess I think culture, I think, I think what's interesting about horror is that it always sort of reflects on where you are as a society at the moment. And so I think the thing about this movie and Green Inferno, which a lot of people didn't like, but I actually like, well, I mean, I, I appreciated for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, I think that there's, um, you know, this debate about, you know, culture and, um, and xenophobia and, uh, you know, even tying with the immigration debate a little bit about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, what's an American, what's a, you know, what are these societies and you're seeing this push in Europe and the United States back to kind of far right identity politics and mm-hmm. stuff like that with in groups and out groups and tribalism, especially. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I think these are interesting commentaries on those ideas. And yeah. that, that was kind of my read of, of what Midsummer was. It was that it was a social commentary on, on culture and then also maybe like gender dynamics a little bit. It's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I would say gender dynamics is yeah, the big sure. one. I mean, because I know the director, I think, he said, he came out and said, it's not a horror film, it's a perverse breakup movie. Yeah, I did read I've, that. I've too. heard a lot yeah. of people referring to Which it. Which I got that, that by the end. I thought yeah. the ending was like yeah. that for sure. Yeah. But I agree with what you said as well. Yeah. I think there, I mean, it's there's a lot in there, you know, not for just sure. one thing. Yeah. Also, I'm really glad that we're doing this with The Witch or The oh, Witch yeah. because oh, yeah. I feel like <laughs> both of them are sort of in a way, these sort of breakup films, mm. you know, uh, protagonist is sort of othered and separated from a certain group of people mm-hmm. um, by outside forces. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about for sure. Yeah. I'm never going to Sweden. After <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's, that, yeah. And then I thought the ending would be like sponsored by Finland. We're yeah, not yeah. Sweden. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> I was wondering, like, after seeing the movie, how do they feel about how it was portrayed? Yeah, that's what I would think. It's like, I mean, because it doesn't present it in the best light by by any means. And the sort of cult group is the only part of Sweden that we really see in the film. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not really anything else to base it on, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's almost like that idea or the aspect of Sweden where they're one of the most first and foremost, um, uh, I don't know what they would call it, they reveal and they write about neo-Nazism more mm. than almost any other country, but there's so little of it actually in that country. And so it's a kind of like that weird mm. dichotomy. That was one of the things that I read online. Cause as soon as I got out of the theater, I started Googling around and they were saying that there were elements of this movie without giving too much away, um, sort of about, uh, critiquing the notions of like a pure blood race mm-hmm. and the problems with that. And I think, the Oracle in this movie, if you yeah. know what I'm talking oh, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. sort of is sort of you know yeah. getting into that. So without trying to give anything yeah. away, well, I guess we should say let's do a spoiler-free talk, and then yeah, if because there are a lot of spoiler things, and so we it's can hard always, to talk about the film without spoiling. Yeah, it. we can do spoiler-free yeah. <laughs> for right now, star ratings, and then I'll put we can put the spoiler discussion at the end of the show. But cool, 
Um, but yeah. go on. Oh, I mean, that, that was that was pretty much all I was going to say. Um, I do have some problem with... One of the things I don't like about this director is um, he strikes me as, like, one of these, like, pseudo-intellectual type filmmakers that, like, puts little intellectual Easter eggs in there as in, like, little metaphors and illusions that... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought this movie was very similar to The Shining um, mm-hmm. because it's about, you know, sort of... Yeah. Uh, and developing chaos in isolation. Right. Um, and also with the slow burn sort of nature of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also with the score was very similar. I yeah, thought. yeah, for yeah. sure. That drone. Love the score. Of, yeah, um, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but but the thing about The Shining is, is the story really kind of stands on its own two legs um, as just as a, as just a pure horror, horror psychological movie. And then on top of that, you can read into all these other little things uh, that are there for you. I feel like with this movie, um, it's it's like purposefully uh, enigmatic to a point where it's sort of um, kind of like like I said, pseudo intellectual. Where it's it, mm. it just feels like like he's trying like he's trying to impress you with how smart he is with his like you know knowledge of runes you know <laughs> in, in places because that was one of the things that I looked at online was you know this. Um, different, you know, little metaphors and things that if you knew uh, Nordic history that you would, there was a lot of foreshadowing for things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and different things like that. And I'm, I'm sort of like, I don't know why we feel the need to like, in the age of like the internet with easy access to information, it feels like people like want to, you know, show you how many Wikipedia pages they've read by like imbuing their mm-hmm. movies and art with, you know, little, you know, inside things that... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just it feels like it cheapens it in a way to me. Like interesting. I would, um, I, that that's my take. Like I have yeah. a problem with. Like I always think about like James Joyce. Like did he sit down and say, "I'm going to create something that people are going to have to really think about to get," or did he create something that just came out of him and it was naturally complex and it was just it stood on its own two feet and it was what it was and it was it was real. It's like if you have to manufacture um, something that's complex. It, it doesn't feel quite as uh, genuine. Genu- mm-hmm. Yeah, genuine or actually as um, intelligent as the director slash writer would want you to have it believe, like b- want you to believe that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that was kind yeah. of my problem with it. And also, I don't know about y'all's viewing audience, but like I felt like we were laughing at places where like they didn't want us to laugh. There were some places like mm. people were cracking up. Like there was yeah. my favorite line in the whole film after this thing happens where um a tragedy ensues the girl says that was really effed up what just happened and the guy's like yeah that was shocking and it's like i, I just like <laughs> yeah. burst out laughing i'm like wow yeah. that's the understatement for the year i mean i've heard mm-hmm. oh, i mean my audience i only had like three other people yeah, there were very few it was very quiet mind. very oh, quiet very still my audience was cracking up really wow. the scene where the with the guy and the women are at, in the barn at the end mm-hmm. yeah um People were laughing their heads off. Well, see, I think wow. that's just the majority audience being uncomfortable. Is that yeah. what it was you think? Uncomfortable I, no, laughter? I, I think so, probably. Yeah. Like, it, they don't know how to process what's yeah. happening. When I, like when I saw like The Witch, that's how it was. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Um, although I have heard reviews of it stating it as funny at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like so, the yeah. guy from uh, We're the Millers, like he was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Just wait, like your wait. average like jerk. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Is he the the boyfriend, the main boyfriend? No, he was the guy that was like vaping during the ceremony, which was pretty the, funny. the one who peed on the ancestral yeah. tree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. let me say this: <laughs> that guy, Will Poulter, is the worst. Really? Oh, He's, in real life? No, just in general. Oh, yeah. See, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I thought you were talking about the the main guy from Transformers Four, mm. but I cannot can't stand Will Poulter. Okay. He's the kid that peed on the tree. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Like I, 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 he wasn't good in Detroit, and I. There's just something about him I find very grating. I, I, Almost I, like he's acting in a Saturday Night Live yeah. skit. Something like that. He felt very out of place to me. I yeah. feel like he only plays like really grating characters. Too. Yeah, and maybe that's the issue. Yeah. Is he's just been typecast like, now. But yeah. yeah, I think the first thing I ever saw him in was um, the third Narnia movie. Oh yeah, and he played like the obnoxious cousin, and so that's who he's always been in my mind. Just, yeah, like, an obnoxious actor. Yeah, so he's he's not my favorite. No, <clears throat> did well, I mean, here's like a question that I was curious: Did this movie scare you guys? Like, I mean, that's like ostensibly like why you see a horror film, right? Mm-hmm. Is to be scared. I mean, so, like, did it scare you? It's I don't know if I was scared, but it's disturbing at times yeah. for sure. I, I was I, disturbed. Yeah. And I feel like it was more of like a thriller, I guess, in the sense of yeah, that. Yeah, I thought like, it was more of a thriller. It too. made me want to sort of uh, know what was happening next. It wasn't that I was like yeah. horrified or terrified the entire it, time. it has that sense of uneasiness through yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. And so I, that's what I got. But I was, yeah. I was definitely uncomfortable throughout yeah. the film. More of like a, almost like a car crash where like you want to yeah. look away, but you can't. But you can't. Exactly. And you also want to look even more. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't rip your eyes away and you don't want to, but you also do because you yeah. feel like you need to. I appreciate what you said about yeah. it being like a really beautiful movie, mm-hmm. just like as it, as it stood, yeah. like um, I thought it was really cool. And yeah. also like it is. Some of the shots were just yeah. stunning. Yeah. I, I will say. Stunningly th- set up. Th- this is one of the most well-directed movies yeah. I've seen maybe all year. Yeah. It's so, just how it's. Like the compositions, how mm-hmm. it's edited, mm-hmm. you know, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, I liked, uh, I thought the actress that played Danny, I haven't seen her in anything else. Um, Florence Pugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought she did a really outstanding job. And yeah. this, I guess, I assume he's Swedish, the Swedish friend. Mm. Uh, I thought he did a really great job. Yeah. The rest of the cast, uh, I mean, uh, the, the folks in the, the compound the you know like the, the mm-hmm. camp or whatever all the swedish actors i thought the swedish actors were very good but i thought the boyfriend um was pretty lackluster in his acting mm-hmm. um and i thought his friends were also pretty lackluster i thought they were just standard typical bad horror actor type people mm-hmm. right although which was disappointing because the the boyfriend i can't think of his name but he plays the older brother in sing street jack rayner jack rayner and I really liked him in that. Mm. I thought he was. I thought he gave a really good performance, and so I was really excited to see what he did here. Yeah, um, but he just seemed a little, a little wooden. Maybe he seemed sort of like he was going through the motions almost yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But interestingly enough, that's sort of how he was. Uh, his character, you yeah, know, just not that's really fair. in it emotionally. And so yeah. I feel like maybe he went too far. <laughs> maybe he got too into yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, because the first thing I saw him in was Transformers Four, mm-hmm. and he yeah. has this really bad mixed between an Irish and like an Australian and an American accent. Yeah. And I cannot get that out of my head yeah, every time. Yeah. I think he is Irish in real yeah, life. But yeah. his his accent in that movie goes all over the place. Yeah, and okay. so I can I whenever I see him, I'm like, you gotta get in your NASCAR and just start driving to <laughs> yeah. you know, but um yeah I'll, yeah I think Florence Pugh was fantastic. Yeah. Uh she's going places I think. Yeah. Like this performance was one for the books, I think. Yeah. The oh, first five minutes before the oh title card. I was, I was about yeah. to say that. That was the best part of the film. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I'm So in. perfectly done. Yeah. 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 Just 
Yeah, again, just and the that, way that they brought it back, yeah, in, throughout the film, yeah. yeah, yeah, just that storytelling of how it's revealed is mm-hmm. amazing, yeah. Um, and it sort of tells you everything that you need to know about Danny's character too. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's a great way to set yeah, up yeah, film. for sure. Right, I did think it was a little slow. Mm. The, the, I, the, the I, movie I, in general, yeah, or? I would have cut fifteen minutes out of it. That's what I would say. I would say it's too long. I don't think it needed to be two and a half hours. Yeah, in my opinion, although I think on rewatch, knowing how things play out, mm-hmm. it may not be an issue. Yeah, but I feel like there were some scenes like the uh, the running around the maypole. Yeah, and then the dinner sequence that yeah. felt a little extended for what you were getting mm-hmm. to me. And mm-hmm. so it was times like that where I was aware of the runtime. Yeah. So I'll, I'll agree with that at some points. I, I think sure. I could agree as well. Um, personally, it felt like a director's cut to me. Like, oh, okay. yeah. you know, sort of um, extended for the audience's sake. Like, right. you know, if you want to look at all of the details that we've put in, and then maybe they could have like a, a slightly shorter cut um, yeah. with a little bit less uh, of the maypole and, you know, dinner sequences and stuff like that. But, yeah. Although one thing in the, the dinner sequence is the mm-hmm. clap. Yeah. And you get that kind of shockwave of him yeah. being in that trip. It's fantastic. Something, okay, so one thing that I saw people saying was that the the drug use was way too overt. Um, and personally, mm-hmm. I felt like the way that it was sort of interwoven into the film was beautifully yeah, done, I, I perfectly done. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, no. Like they were saying like it was... Like it was sort of hitting you over the head too much with like the fact that they're all taking drugs. And I mean, compared to some of the people that I know, I thought yeah. it was... Right. Fairly tame. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Hey, it's um, nothing like the smoking in Stranger Things, right? There you go. Oh, yeah. Right. Gosh. <laughs> That's, <laughs> still can't handle no. it, you know, every time I see it. Um, but I, I do like the idea of the of it being a breakup movie because mm-hmm. if you look yeah. at it, it, it is like that. I mean, while the guy is not a monster, yeah, it's kind of that kind of subtle disrespect mm-hmm. and which I, I like yeah. about how she, like there those scenes where she would look over at him mm-hmm. be like did you really just yeah say that or leave me out of this yeah. and she didn't even have to say anything no. it's just that expression you know yeah and i think Which, that, again is a credit to her as an actress because yeah, yeah. you knew immediately what she was thinking mm-hmm. yeah that's a, that's a good point um i think she did a really incredible job yeah yeah and then the the ending is amazing yes. that yeah. final sequence is great the, oh my gosh yeah, yeah. i don't want to say too much without yeah. you know giving it away but you know, um, covered in flowers and everything. Oh, it was, yeah. the, the flower yeah. dress and yeah, all that is fantastic. Just, the imagery was so captivating. and Yeah. And yeah. then the, I guess this. I'm having a hard time to remember what the last shot of the film was. It's of her. Yeah. It's like a yeah, slow Yeah, okay, zoom. I remember. Yep, yep, yep. I yeah. remember. Yep, Facial yep, expression. Yep, yep, gotcha. And then to be spoiler-free, the sacrifice stuff mm-hmm. on the cliff. Yeah. <sighs> that, that guy loves head gore. Oh you yeah, know what I'm for saying sure. yeah. that might even be yeah. too much of a spoiler, but well, it's like he he like in Hereditary, mm-hmm. there's the iconic stuff in that. You could say it was a smashing scene, exactly, <laughs> Jeremy. Well said, uh, but um, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was well done. Mm-hmm. Um, although my problem with that scene was is was what happened after. I thought the re- again like the reactions of the characters after that to me were not realistic because anybody that saw that would get the heck out of there, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. And then for the guy to be like, yeah, that was really shocking. Like, I mean, yeah. that was just like, I mean... It was, it was like, let's keep an open mind. Right, you know? yeah, it's yeah. like, no, let's, let's get out of here. These people are nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, 
So, but that, I think that's maybe an interesting point and, and something I hadn't thought about is that um, maybe in society today we have this problem of because we we so fear offending people uh, because of their you know uh, ideology or culture or religion or whatever. Um, we're tolerant of things that we shouldn't be like mm-hmm. we're, you know, we go too far and before saying like, this is wrong, you know, um, like I've heard the critique of, you know, some, some people have critiqued, you know, Democrats in this country of, um, being pro equal rights for women, but then having, um, uh, being, uh, too accept, accepting of, uh, religions that treat uh, women as second-class citizens. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I, I think that's an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, it's all about balance, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's definitely related to the film, um, the way that women are treated, mm-hmm. yeah. and the, the female characters, sort of um, the agency that they have or don't have, uh, the way that the men characters sort of, you know, almost control what they do in certain scenes, um, the way that their identities are very much tied together. Um, right. And without it, saying too much, I don't want to... In the Swedish village, it, it's interesting that the women are the ones yeah, that have all the power. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. I, don't, I, I can't think of one of the Swedish male characters that... Because mm-hmm. the, the main sort of high priestess of yeah. the place is a, is a woman. It's, yeah. Um, Usually when they had somebody speaking for the group as a whole, it was right. a woman. Yeah. 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 So... Did you... F- I, I didn't know if the whole thing about the thesis was really necessary. I, I will agree with that. Yeah. I, I was feel like, like they could have cut that. It and while it maybe could have been there and worked, I think it was a little too focused on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought like, it, let's get it, back to the it provided you know, the, the reason stuff. to be there. But beyond that it was unnecessary. They didn't need into. to keep reminding us about exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. And right. so that's ended up going nowhere. <laughs> exactly. And that's where I felt the length. I'm like, yeah. all right, let's yeah. speed this thing up. Yeah. Ari. 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 I think Ari. It's Ari. Ari. Yeah. Speed it up, Ari. <laughs> and sometimes I wish maybe they had shown less of what happened to some of the characters hmm. just to make you wonder. Because it, I thought it was a really cool reveal yeah. of what happened to the British student yeah, guy, yeah. you know, where he, he goes into the chicken coop yeah. and sees I feel there. like they showed just enough. Um, yeah. Because we, yeah, we still so wondered well. about because a few it, characters. We just saw them at the end, wink, wink, um, at, at that last scene. But we never really saw what exactly happened to them. Yeah. You know, we, right. we just that's, got little like hints. That's but, fair. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. there's the one, you never find out what happens to the teeny, the, well, that's a spoiler. I'll edit yeah. that out, but, and, um, but yeah, I don't even think she's at the final scene. Right. And yeah. so you, yeah. you never, well, yeah, I'll, I'll we, say we never it, fully but, know. Right. Yeah. But that's one thing that goes overlooked. I yeah. think maybe intentionally, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just a really interesting movie to see in a theater, you know? Yeah. For sure. Even if you, if you love it or hate it, it's just yeah. worth seeing. Actually, you want to go back again, yeah. knowing how it ends. Um, and also to sort of pick up on all of the little Easter eggs that you mentioned, Jeremy. Because personally, I felt like um, as a film, I, I really like having all of those details. Because you mentioned the runes. And when I was in middle school, I was like obsessed with oh, yeah. you know Nordic culture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I, I learned runes and i couldn't tell you a thing about them now but it was it was interesting to see you know like little um nuggets of like here's a a thing that you may know about and it's not uh inherently important to the story but you know for for people that are 
in the know, it's kind of like, oh, that's cool. You know, I, I know what that is. But, yeah, you know, if you don't know, it doesn't take anything away from the story. It's just. Yeah, no, that's fair. Stuff yeah. to appreciate, sure. I think. Sure, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I felt like all the details that were there were intentionally placed, you yeah. know, and, and that like everything on the screen has a reason, even if we aren't. Yeah, you know. See, I guess I that's agree, yeah. told what the reason is. That's the thing that I actually don't like. Yeah, is I don't like when they purposefully place things mm-hmm. because I think that it just it feels too contrived. Yeah, hmm. um, and for me, it's like you know, it's it's sort of up to the viewer to like connect the dots, like the the pies that they had at one point. I was very much wondering, like, Ex- you know, oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, it was like, what's going on with this? And we never find out. And yeah. I thought that was really cool because yeah, yeah I'll it, agree. it's yeah. it's almost like that um, when you don't know what your brain makes up is far worse than anything that they point. could ever exactly. tell you. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. if we never know, then we have all of these horrible possibilities. For it's, I mean, and we'll get into it with it could be. the witch, but it's yeah. the same thing. It's Actually, like, I think the witch is such a good comparison for this movie because mm-hmm. I think the witch is, this movie seems like very overstated yeah. and the witch is very understated. Mm. I can um, get behind that. Yeah. So I think there are interesting comparisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, and both have their place. At yeah. Times. And both have Although, actors I can understand. Whether, whether it works, you know, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, uh, oh, and just in terms of like compositions, I think especially as from the beginning to when they actually get to the place, the yes, <laughs> yeah, just like even there's the scene where, uh, they're in the bedroom and yeah. you see Jack Rayner reflected in the mirror as mm-hmm. he's talking he's kind of shrouded in darkness yeah. and just stuff like that, that is so subtle but yeah. so effective compositionally it was yeah. so well thought out and like the um yeah. upside down camera <laughs> that going, was the best shot i love that it, shot. Yeah. yeah yeah that was great stuff like that i it's amazing for sure um, and then when they have them coming through the the sort of gate that looks like the sun yes you know yeah i, I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed that and i felt like it was going to be something important later on and that never happened but yeah <laughs> a lot of cool shots yeah yeah for sure and so now jeremy in terms of the kind of overstating and understating. So what is it that you like prefer? And I mean, cause you may have already said it, but oh. like, what's the kind of, in comparison to what maybe us, the two of us, like the two Henry's. Yes. The two Henry's <laughs> like, I think I, um, I think I always prefer things that are understated. I think like, I, I don't mind, uh, metaphors and, and illusions and, um, things like that. But sometimes I think it, it, it can become overloaded with those mm-hmm. and it becomes distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sort of becomes, it sort of, I think cheapens the art because mm-hmm. it makes it almost like a, like a where's Waldo. Mm-hmm. Um, when I should be <laughs> focusing on like yeah. a story. And so like, I think sort of weighs it down. Yeah. And, and also I think like you, like to do that really well, I mean, to really become like transcendent, like you have to knock everything else out of the ballpark. Like, I don't want you to like sit there and like learn the runic alphabet and put a rune on somebody's costume if like your your second lead is like having trouble like just actually acting. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the thing about like, that's say, a good point. say the Godfather is everything about that movie is technically brilliant, mm-hmm. right? And then beyond that you can get into the metaphors and the meanings and things like that. And so it's like it's sort of like you have to check all the boxes and then you can sort of play yeah. at that level, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um but, like, like for me, um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like maybe a story can only handle maybe three metaphors. Hmm. Um, you know, yeah. I think uh, – and that's – I think I probably prefer The Witch 
to this movie. Um, but, um, but, but then again, I guess there's, there's contradictions to every rule because I also really like the shining, but I think that's a good example of a movie that, that ticks all the boxes before, um, Mm -hmm. before it tries to do anything fancy. Um, are there any recent movies that have done that? That have ticked all the boxes? Yeah. Um, that's, that's tough. That's a good question. Now Um, in comparison, I mean, I'll, I'd love to bring this movie up, but in Mother, have you seen Mother? Mm. Um, I haven't. I heard it was bad, so I didn't see it. Oh, it's but amazing. You, you told me that it was great, so I'm, I that, might give it a shot. I, you know, so I've never seen Fight Club. I watched ooh. Fight Club the other day, <laughs> and um, I would say Oops. that's a um, that's a movie that that does that. I think that movie actually. What happened was I read the book and was like, "Well, I've never seen the movie, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it." And so I did, and um, I think that movie does that really well with. You know, I mean, there's little Easter eggs in there, but also it's just a great film as is. I mean, David Fincher is great. Yeah. Um, he's just a you know great director. Um, although he doesn't do, do much stuff. Um, like, uh, sometimes like uh, maybe to less, like maybe it's less intellectual, but like Wes Anderson, hmm. um, I think he's somebody that, you know, his aesthetic is so precise. And um, so I appreciate what he does. Um, but I don't know, yeah. I guess... Um, I think, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I think uh, I would say I, I generally prefer understated filmmaking. Um, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, my dog was. Oh no problem. <laughs> oh no no no. Yeah. Uh, Explain for the it. noise. Sure. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there will be blood is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. and that's a movie that like, if it has metaphors, they're at the peripheries. Because you're just so so engrossed in the story of this one guy, and and what's amazing about that movie is is that when you just strip everything away and you just have a brilliant performance, when it's just mm-hmm. one man in a hole with a pickaxe, I mean, it rocks. You, yeah. I could watch that all day. You know? <laughs> no, you can. Yeah. I mean, you can read so much into that, and um, and but but that's fundamentally a story about the competition between capitalism and religion. Yeah, um, and. And I think that plays beautifully. And that's what I mean by like having just enough metaphors to make the story meaningful. This guy seems like he was just throwing in stuff that like was just fun because it was there. like it was just like it was like he was trying to like impress his friends with his knowledge of runes. You know, like <laughs> I hope they were impressed. Man. I hope they yeah. were too. Yeah. I mean, I certainly was like, and I'm really glad that you brought up the costumes because yeah. as like a costume person, I absolutely loved yeah. you know, all of the hand embroidery and mm-hmm. you know the intense uh you know sort of lace and details and stuff like that yeah almost to the point that maybe i didn't realize that you know there were maybe some things that were lacking a little because my brain was like look at the costumes they're so good right so (laughs) i think aesthetically the movie was outstanding yeah you know i think it was awesome and one thing um in terms of costumes and production design is the uh dormitory Mm -hmm. place where you never really the murals yeah yeah and you're never really focused on that but you can see it and it's again it's kind of like what you're saying it's almost oppressive yeah you kind of get little bits and pieces Mm and you can put it together yourself but yeah Yeah. it did look amazing so for sure uh all right well any any non-spoiler stuff you all want to mention Hmm. i did think um (laughs) i'm glad that we brought up uh christian the the boyfriend his sort of lackluster uh sort of performance in the film because i didn't understand why the the village girl was 
attracted to him <laughs> and like <laughs> set her sights on him because he just sort of felt very bland to me. And I was like, why would anyone desire this? But maybe because they were both <laughs> I was thinking perhaps. About that too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Um, like I think that maybe that was like had something to do She's with like, like, oh, the, like me. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I think maybe so. Yeah. Uh, the, I will say the, um, the landscape in this movie is almost like oh, yeah. uh, another character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think also the architecture. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Um, in the village, yeah. there was one building in particular, uh, the, the first shot when you see the, the commune, all of the buildings are sort of, you know, straight except for this one that's like at an angle. And I don't remember if that's the like sort of religious building or if it's mm. the, I think it is. Yeah. Where I, they keep I, the books. You, where they keep yeah. the books and stuff. Um, I really liked that that was like off kilter yeah. uh, as opposed to everything else, which was very sort of, you know, geometric and yeah. Um, I, I was actually, level. Re- I was reading last night that the production design mm-hmm. was actually done entirely by Ikea. Wow. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> can, can I buy these houses? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing uh, is the I do like how the beginning of the movie, I almost thought it was going to be another hereditary. Because mm-hmm. I guess both films yeah. deal with the loss of a family member or a yeah. loved one. and then Familial the grief, relationships. Right. And the aftershocks mm-hmm. of that. But then it kind of veers off, not, not as yeah. a really spoiler, but kind of veers it off. Takes and a different direction. It's own thing, which is interesting. Yeah. Which I kind of both love and hate. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I was kind of liking what, the avenue that we were on and we mm-hmm. kind of veer off to this mm-hmm. other thing. But again, I think rewatching it yeah. would really be interesting. I think so, so too. Yeah. Might have to give it a poke yeah. again in the theater. <laughs> I have to like really like something to rewatch it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just think there's so many great stuff that I haven't seen that it's just mm-hmm. like interesting. Oh, so you never, you don't really rewatch things unless I, unless it's like something that I just really love. Like, mm. um, I don't know if you remember the movie Master and Commander. Oh, I love, yeah. That's one of my just, I don't, I don't know why, but I love that movie. I watch it again and again. I think it's just the yeah. models that they use for the ships are just so cool. Gladiator, I can rewatch basically anything with Russell Crowe. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I can rewatch Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction. I can rewatch Django. Um, I can rewatch God's Father and never get tired of it. Um, well, speaking of uh, Master and Commander, uh, we were talking with my mother beforehand. She's like the master and commander, like fangirl. Oh yeah, all, yeah. She's read all the books a, a million times. Oh, uh, I can't think. Um, Pat Pat Conroy? No, no, no. Pat Patrick uh, Pat, Patrick O'Brien. Yes, yeah. Is the guy? Yeah, does. she's a huge, huge yeah. fan. Yeah, you know, in real life, he was. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. He he wrote these stories that were all about sort of like masculine virtue and stuff like that. But in real life, he abandoned his family. Mm. And like ended up basically just kind of I don't being kind of a roguish kind of kind of character. He was not a very nice guy in real life. Mm. Um, Bummer. But the characters in his books are all you know heroes. Yeah, yeah. maybe what he wished he could be. Maybe. But see, know. that's one movie I'm dying for a sequel. Man, they've mm-hmm. talked about it. But yeah, I, I know. I think he's too old now. I don't think they yeah, can do it. Maybe. All right. Well, out of five stars for Midsummer. <laughs> for Midsummer. I'll go um, four. Heavy yeah. four for I me. I was going to say four too. Man. So. Um, four as I, well. Um, oh yeah, we have the, the harsh guy over here. The <laughs> I, I am the what harsh guy. Think? What did I put it in last night? Because I always, I put things in my film, my, my phone that I see. Um, so I gave it a five out of 10. Um, I would give it, so I really don't like rounding. I kind of, on a five, <laughs> on a, out of five. Uh, see, a three is like a middle. So Right down yeah. the middle. Yeah. yeah. Three? Yeah, I, I give it a three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. 
That's fair. Um, all right. Well, stay tuned for the spoiler discussion at the end of the show. We can move on to our retro review of The Witch from 2015. We have a clip as well, so take a listen. What does this to me? What does this? His mouth is sealed up. Mm. Oh, God. Will you? Will you? Hold it. Children, away from this. Thomas, say now. He'll break his jaws. All right, so like I said, The Witch came out in 2015 and is written and directed by Robert Eggers and stars Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Innocent, Kate Dickey, Harvey Scrimshaw. That's about it, I think. And the synopsis is, a family in 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. Mm-hmm. I when this movie first came out, I so wanted it to be a prequel to like Blair Witch Project, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe a similar thing happened for the the Blair Witch. You know? Yeah, I guess I could pretend. Yeah, we can imagine it. Uh, write yeah. a fan fiction. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Make the movie. Make it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's almost like yeah. the the Blair Witch movie that came out like two years oh, ago. Where, so garbage. Where they yeah, where mm-hmm. they said it was slowly revealed that it was a Blair Witch movie. Because mm. at first it just seemed like a, a movie out in the woods, right? Yeah, so, right. Mm. But yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, this movie. I actually think I, I it was. I, I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about this movie. Like I appreciate because I was a, I was a history major and mm-hmm. I studied art history as well, and specifically yeah. um, art from this time period. So um, I really appreciated uh, the production design, yeah. costume design. Uh, oh, gosh, the language yeah. of the film mm-hmm. uh, was very cool to hear them, you know, speak that way. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Um, I think it's. I don't know if I would really call this a horror movie. Well, um, see, we had a friend of mine a few, about a month or two uh, ago on here who said the same thing, yeah. which I don't know if I agree with. I think it's yeah. the intention of the film is to unsettle you. Yes. Yeah. What what would you classify it as if it it's not horror? I would say it's a psychological thriller. Hmm. <laughs> what's what's the difference in um, terms of your I would personal s- definition? I guess I would say like a horror. Uh, the intent is to frighten, and a psychological thriller is maybe more to unnerve. I think they're cousins. Hmm. Oh yeah, cousins. Um, but also, to, to, it makes you question. <laughs> I think a psychological thriller is uh, a thriller, so sort of a jarring, unnerving story that has a psychological element. So the psychological element is one that makes mm-hmm. you question what you think is going on. Yeah. And you're not really sure. Um, sure. Yeah. So maybe that's that's what I would say. Of course, because um, you're not really sure you know, who the witch is or mm-hmm. what's really going on. Yeah. And so you are sort of, that's the one thing I would say about this movie is that you're put in the position of the family of trying to figure out, it's almost like a whodunit. Yeah, you trying know? to piece everything together. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Black Phillip and the, yeah. <laughs> do you want to live deliciously? <laughs> you know that? I crack up every time I hear that. But 
Yeah. Um, I, I really like your definition because for me, it's not so easy. It's it's like, you know, anything that has horrific elements to it, you yeah. know, like little pieces of horror, I want to classify it as yeah. a horror. And there are definitely things in The Witch that, you know, horrified me, you know, in terms of, I guess, visuals or um, just thematically. Right. But, you know, I don't know. It's because like I wouldn't say difficult. like I wouldn't say like a movie can have scary things in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it can have unnerving things in it, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a thriller. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean it's a horror. Like I would say Zodiac is a really interesting drama mm-hmm. that has elements of horror and thriller in it. Yeah. Right. I would agree. But I would say like at the core of that movie, I would say it's a it's a news drama. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like it's um, I mean it's about information. Right. Yeah. I think it, I think that movie is like um, in detail. It, it's like all the all the president's men. Yeah, basically, sure. but about a serial killer. The witch is about it's about Thomas and finding her chosen family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but see now, I would even debate: is thriller a real genre? I don't. I don't. Is it? Uh, I don't even. I mean, like, I mean, there are some films like that. I would maybe classify it more as a thriller, but it's I kind think, of almost seems like in the middle of just various bigger genres. I think it's a drama, but the tempo was picked up a little bit. That's what I think it is. I think it's a, you know, like, I don't think you could say that, like, um, like, like what is, what's the girl with the dragon tattoo? I'd say that's a thriller. Okay. Yeah. There's not enough action for it to be an action movie. No. Uh, and it's not a horror. Not a comedy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think like it's a like chick a, flick. Like, yeah. like, like film noir is like like I think mm. like thr- thriller is like the ancestor of like film noir. Sure. You know, like okay. uh, the Third Man is like the granddaddy of like. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. What what's Psycho? Uh, I would say Psycho is a is a is a horror. It's a slasher. Huh. Um, Interesting. I would say it's like a psychological. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. I kind of agree with both of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, because without the shower mm-hmm. scene, what is it? Yeah. I, it's almost just like a mystery drama. Yeah, it's just a mystery. That's the th- that's. I mean, that not. Yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to go against what you're saying. No, no, yeah, at all. Just in terms of like how yeah. to classify a movie like that, which in a way is interesting because it's mm-hmm. many different things. And I so think um, no real way to. Yeah, I think I, I think it, a film can straddle the lines. Like yeah. I think oh, yeah. I think I think Psycho is like a psychological horror thriller and slasher film. Yeah. Um, but also, I think maybe one of the things about it is um, the the tension building. And so, mm-hmm. if you if you had never seen Psycho and you didn't know what it was about, and you go into it and you have this tension, 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 and then like fifteen minutes in or whatever, you know the the presumed lead of the story you know gets murdered in the shower mm-hmm. you know you go this is a horror movie and then you spend the rest of the movie like really amped up waiting for mm-hmm. something like the, the next shoe to drop you know and in some mm-hmm. ways it does like you get that scene where the staircase one the staircase scene and then you get the um the skeleton reveal at the end right um and you get mama uh, bates right and you get norman <laughs> coming out with the knife and he's wearing the dress that's pretty scary mm-hmm. um so interesting but the witch, the witch, the witch. The witch. <laughs> so I'll say when I saw this in the theater, I kind of had a situation similar to you where nobody but me mm-hmm. was kind of knowing what I was getting into. And so everybody was talking and sorry, my dog is, uh, <laughs> everybody was talking and laughing mm. constantly. And so it was really ruined for me. Mm. Um, but 
with like the flying goat scene or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, um, I was really excited about the movie uh, before it came out. And then a lot of people at my college, they were like, oh, it was terrible. You know, I really disliked it. Yeah. And they just started talking about it in one of my classes. And so, like, I sort of had it um, not marred, but, you know, I, I had this sort of preconceived, you know, notion of it not being what I was expecting before yeah. I even saw it. Yeah. Um, and luckily I didn't have, you know, like a laughing theater, um, or anything like that when I did finally watch it. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I think because I maybe came in expecting less than what I was hoping for, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Right. Um, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw okay. it both times. I watched it, you know, recently for this and then, um, I watched it, um, the first time when, you know, maybe a year after it came out. And the, um, I always think the viewing experience is different, you know, when you're watching something mm-hmm. on your laptop. Um, and I don't think I liked it maybe nearly as much as I would have had I seen it, like, you know, on a spooky October night with some friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't, yeah, because I like, I mean, I was too young to see Blair Witch in the theater. I watched Blair Witch on my laptop and mm-hmm. I didn't want to go in my backyard for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I didn't get that same feeling with this movie. Hmm. Um, I was my, I think the witch maybe was a little bit, not enough meat on the bone. I think maybe there just wasn't quite enough story there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely some disturbing stuff in there. Yeah, it's disturbing in the same way that like The Exorcist is disturbing, where you're, you're watching like a family get torn apart by forces unseen, mm-hmm. and it sort of mirrors. I think everybody has this sort of fear that their own family might fall apart at any given moment. And um, so it kind of plays on that a little bit. Well, it, it's similar to hereditary in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the family breaking apart over grief. Yeah. Right. And yeah. loss. And then of course the ending is like crazy. Yeah. With the coven of witches and yeah. all of that, which yeah. sometimes I wish they didn't show. I agree. Like, I almost wish yeah. like the last scene was her and the, the goat walking into the forest, and that was yes, it. yeah. Know? That's literally what I thought as well. Yeah, because yeah. like I mentioned earlier, sometimes when you don't see, you know, what's happening, right. it's like Jaws. It's yeah. like you know, they you, they yeah. don't show you the shark, and it's scarier. Yeah, because yeah. you, know? you don't know what to expect. And right. I feel like um, there was another scene in The Witch where we saw um, was like the the naked old woman. Oh yeah, and yeah. I wish that we didn't see that because not that I'm like repulsed by. You know, elderly bodies. But how like, dare you, How Henry? dare I? <laughs> Grandma, I'm sorry if yeah, you're listening. Yeah. No, it, I just, I feel like, you know, they're they're trying to be like, oh, look how scary this is. And it's, you know, it, it doesn't live up to what my mind, I guess, thinks of. Right. Well, see, I agree with that. But I think this movie is so subdued that mm-hmm. it needs a couple wow moments like yeah. that. Oh, for sure. You know, I, yeah. I think that I'm glad those moments with the reveals of the witch mm-hmm. Are there? Yeah. Um. Because I actually could have used more of that. Because yeah, rewatching I it, I agree. You know, yeah, re- yeah. rewatching it, there were some lulls for me. Um, I think when I was rewatching it for this, there was one scene um, where you, you see the the door to the the hut right. in the woods, and then you know the sort of beautiful love that which, yeah. and I wish you know she sort of, uh, you know, things happen, mm-hmm. and, and I wish that we got to sort of see what was you know happening yeah in there you know maybe get a little bit more of that not see everything mm-hmm. but maybe a few just sort of like uh detail shots of maybe what's going on yeah 
Oh, and I guess you know. we should. I should say we can do spoilers. We can do spoilers. Yeah, okay, since cool. it's a few All years right. old, you yeah. know. So, um, but I, I agree. <laughs> 2015 is retro. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um. Yeah, but I mean, it's just a great mood mm. and atmosphere. Yeah. You know, that's kind of hard to, um, match. Yeah. With a lot of the stuff that comes out now. Yeah. Also, a great opening, similar to Midsummer, oh. I think. Yeah. Maybe not on the same level, but I I thought the opening for the witch was well done. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I did rewatch it with subtitles. Yeah, because the first yeah. time I I could not get a word of what they're saying, and so it was it was yeah. it was helpful watching. I actually, it with had subtitles. subtitles when I watched it the first time on the screen. Yeah, yeah. so I was fortunate. The, <laughs> the father is you know broad, you're broad. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, what is he? Is he Blackbeard? I mean, yeah. who is this guy? Um, I think um, actually related to Blackbeard. You are? Are yeah. you? Edward Teach? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Maybe we have a resemblance. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I was about to say you got the <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. you got it, man. And what's what's that? I mean, um, I, I it's have to know. my mother's aunt, uh, who lives in Beaufort, which yeah. is actually where his house is. Right. And uh through our family tree, it traces back to um him. So where's wow. the where's the treasure? <laughs> You know what? I have looked. It was, I was, spent many childhood summers searching with my cousins for this treasure. But, but see, see, the thing is, Henry, it was inside you all along. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The treasure were the That's friends where I made along it. the way. You know? yeah. Generations down, you know. Yeah. Right. There you go. Um, that would be a good, like, Dan Brown novel. I'm going to write that novel. Go there for it, go. man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then Henry can sue me for using his likeness. <laughs> I, 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 give you, I give you my name. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, the Witch. Um, Oh, I was going to say, I'm always impressed with, like, uh, child actors that, like, are really good. Like, mm. I feel like everybody in this film acted the heck yeah. out of it. The yeah. little oh, kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I loved good. them. They're yeah. good. I, yeah. I normally do not like kid actors, you know, like yeah. very young mm-hmm. children. And I felt maybe maybe it was the cumbersome costumes that they were wearing, but, like, they felt really real to me. Yeah. Um, Again, this this is a movie where the, the yeah. lands, the setting is like another oh yeah uh, oh totally the yeah. nature yeah. and yeah. the weather as god well. what a scary time to be alive i know mm-hmm. i mean geez living out yeah. in the woods like that i mean where yeah. your life really depends on the crops and if you, you have a bad you know sort of crop season you could totally see though where like the salem yeah. witch trials would come from like one yeah. little thing i mean you're like literally on like the edge of yeah. you know the wilderness yeah. and somebody's like the tensions are so high already yeah and it's like you know, next thing you know, it's, I, I don't know. There's a really good podcast for folks out there that want to listen. Um, oh, gosh. Um, it's about the Salem Witch Trials, and mm. it, it's the story that goes through the whole thing, and I can't think of what it is, but if you just Google, like, Salem Witch Trial Podcast, it'll probably come up. Music Buds? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Music Buds? Uh, not to plug somebody, not to yeah. plug somebody else, but, um, yeah. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a really fascinating uh, time, mm. time period. And, and then also with that, in terms of, I guess consequences is the loss of a family mm-hmm. member. That's like yeah. such in terms of time and energy mm-hmm. and resources that that person could be helping yeah. to support the household. If you lose one person or more people in this case, it's like, you know, the world can end yeah. for yeah. you, you know? Yeah. So and I that, feel like that really drives the film. Oh you yeah. Know, the loss and perceived sort of, uh, blame survivors guilt. Yeah. You yeah. Know, for it's, sure. It's very important mm-hmm. thematically. Yeah. Another good score as well. Oh, yeah. Great score. Good sound design. Yeah. Like, really good sound design. The the effects were really well done, I think. Um the the sound effects uh just really good like ambient noise yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, and then also in terms of the 
family members, there's the scene where the girl overhears her parents talking about giving her away yeah. in order to, I guess, get either get money or get something, something out of it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like you'd go that far to just survive Ensure your livelihood to, yeah. you know, or at least one of your kids, you know, mm-hmm. so which is crazy to think about. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do love the ending and those few moments where you do get a uh, look inside the witch's yeah. hut or yeah. what it covered yeah, in, into their, you know, <laughs> witchiness. Yes. Is, is great. I did love the, the shot of them all rising into the sky. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. it was, Beautifully done, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and now Robert Eggers mm-hmm. is going to be at least attempting to do a Nosferatu ooh, remake ooh. soon. So, which I'm I, definitely I in for. That, yeah, yeah. So he's wow. definitely going places. German expressionism is very cool. Yeah, yeah. And I think again, that, was, that was German expressionist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah. one of the first ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. along with Doctor Caligari. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. That's um, the crazy spike, like set yeah. design. Yeah, yeah. Um, Very uh, Tim Burton-y. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I never sure. thought about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little more heightened Tim Burton. You know, oh, less, oh, yeah. less kitschy. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you, Henry, how do you feel about Tim Burton? I, mean, I loved him when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but as I've gotten older, and so much. he's come out and said, you know, there's no place for people of color in my films because it just doesn't fit my aesthetic. I'm like, Ooh, mm, wow, Timothy. I can't yeah, they were like, how come you've never had you know a single black person? He's like, well, I have. He was the villain. And, Yikes. you know, he's yeah. like, you know, I, I want to create films about the outsider. That's why all my protagonists are pale white men. And it's like, who else are the outsiders besides people of color Let and queer think. people? Let me hmm. think. Hmm. Let me <laughs> think. You know? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I still respect him for what he is, but I'm uh, the, the black and white striped colored glasses have been removed mm. from my eyes. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't realize he was such a. Yeah. Jerk. I think. Well, OK. Um. I feel like he might be on the spectrum in a sense. And so he may not really understand. Okay. Uh, but, you know, people sort of critique him and he doesn't um, know how to respond. He doesn't respond well to it. And yeah. he doesn't really know how to respond to people uh, giving him outside feedback and things like that. And so I don't know. It's I think he's he's just one of the old yeah. souls who mm-hmm. just hasn't really like either wanted to yeah. or can kind of adapt to yeah. some of the like his place was in the 80s and 90s and he's not really yeah, yeah like the new spotlight forward. on yeah. you you know yeah um and then also just the the breakup with helena i think it yeah. broke him you know yeah just watch but helena's doing amazingly she is good for you sweetie but watch dumbo and and think yeah. about the breakup oh it's heavy see i still haven't seen it and i don't think i will it's not bad i um a lot of my friends were critiquing the the mermaid uh, actress because there were a lot of comments about like you know why is the the mermaid always sad and eating, you know sort of like um, fat phobia and stuff like that. Interesting. And it really turned me off from huh. it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see Dumbo. Uh, yeah. I don't really like the story. It's not bad. Mm. I am. I'm curious to hear how they sort of updated it and added more. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but he's kind of been going downhill just a bit lately. Yeah. But still love Frank and Weenie. Yeah. That's a good one. Good one. Corpse Bride. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. But, yeah, The Witch. I, I <laughs> You know, I, I really like um, this film compared with Midsummer 
the way that it's sort of, you know, these these two female characters that are thrust into environments that yeah. are almost deliberately trying to break, you know, them and their perceived support systems apart. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, for better or worse, you know, maybe it was a faulty system to begin with, but, you know, they everything that's uh, sort of done to them is preordained and almost out of their control in a way. Um, both actresses, stunning, really well done. Yeah. Whatever became of the actress in The Witch? Uh, she's going to do a fair bit of things. She was in uh, the... She was in Glass, and she was in Split as well, the two okay. in Night Shyamalan mm. films. I didn't see either of those. And then she was also in this... Uh, oh, and she's going to be in the Dark Crystal Netflix show. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm so excited yeah. for that. She was in the miniaturist uh, show on PBS, which is like a mm-hmm. period drama. She was in Thoroughbreds, which was a kind of edgy coming-of-age movie. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, she's been... Definitely yeah. been in stuff, but that's good. Just not a ton of huge things. Gotcha. So. I feel like that's sort of what she's meant for, you know, yeah. the sort of uh, more thoughtful, arty, yeah, films. Yeah, I'm excited to see her as um, a Gelfling, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dark Crystal is one of my favorites. Yeah, so. yeah. Chloe hates that movie. Mm. I don't. I, I don't know if I've ever gotten a full. Yeah response from that i didn't know she's she's so i'll i'll see if i can pick her mind about it we'll have to retro review that at some point you know Ooh, that'll be fun (laughs) yeah Hmm. it's interesting all right well anything else about the witch um again costumes amazing fantastic so well done um i remember i researched a lot about them when i first saw the film and um i'm pretty sure that they used like uh traditional methods of clothes making let's see um you know uh hand-woven materials and stuff mm-hmm. like that um which i really appreciate yeah uh i don't know if they did that in midsummer as well but you know they they definitely have the sort of handmade feel mm-hmm. uh which i really appreciate because it's so time consuming yeah oh, and, and in terms of the look of the movie it yeah. is almost so washed out that it's yeah. black and white yeah it's in a, so gray yeah which i i really well got more the second time and it yeah. looks it looks great yeah. But it is almost so washed out, it mm-hmm. becomes black and white. Yeah. When I was watching it, um, again, for this review on my TV, it, it uh, sort of made me think a few times, like, is this accidentally in black and white? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, is my TV acting up? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Really good color design, I guess. Yeah. What do y'all rank this movie? It's a solid five for me. Is Oof. it really? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's, wow. a, it's a four. Four yeah. for me. It's a two for me. Two? Oh. Yeah. You hate movies, man. I don't. I love, <laughs> He's just really critical. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I guess I just... But that's I, good. I, you know? I, I don't know. Um, yeah. It's just... I, my a big thing for me is, like, am, am I willing to rewatch this movie? Hmm. Or, like, it's also, like, what is this movie really contributing that I haven't seen before? Hmm. And it's, like, I feel like I've seen outdoors woods movies <laughs> that little subgenre yeah <laughs> that outdoors niche. Woods movie. yeah i i, I, I mean I, I i don't know i guess i'd go to a three on it yeah no, I mean, it's, it's okay i mean you I, don't have to change it's, it's, yeah. it's very it's a it's a divisive this is movie, why i so. don't like the five point scale because it makes me because i think i'm like a pessimist so i naturally scale down but mm-hmm. i think on a 10 point scale i can be like it's a six and like yeah. make it seem more well hey we'll say what two two out of five what six out of ten for you I'd put it at five out of ten. All right, all right. <laughs> hey, fair, you know, fair enough. Yeah, I I give it a three. All right. 
You don't I, have to change it for us. You don't. Yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm going to put it in the book as a three. Okay. Hey, as long as it's not at the on par with uh, Detective Pikachu for you, right? I mean, anything about I think that I gave is, Detective Pikachu a zero. I think so. Oh, I think you did too. <laughs> Great review. Was cute. Great review. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, cool. I, I guess we can move on. Maybe talk a little bit of news. Uh, has anyone seen the Knives Out? trailer i did i, I watched it. i haven't yet um, yeah i've been uh, meaning to yeah so this is the new ryan johnson film who most recently did star wars the last jedi and he did looper as well and it's kind of a kind of an agatha christie hmm. murder mystery kind of thing with uh daniel craig and like huge cast here wow um let me see if i can pull it up really quick uh yeah daniel craig chris evans anna de armas from blade runner jamie lee curtis tony collette activia Lakeith. Tony Collette is a great actress. Yeah. Um, I uh, really like her in um, About a Boy. Oh, yeah. She's, she yeah, plays yeah. the suicidal mom in that. Mm. She's really good. Um, I like Daniel. Hereditary. Yeah. Oh, she's so <laughs> good in you know, you know yeah. that. With Daniel Craig that I like that like didn't get like a whole lot of love was that uh, NASCAR heist movie. Logan Lucky? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. That was good. It's yeah, so it was good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, but I really don't like Chris Evans. I, no? Uh, I just think he's not a Captain a, America fan. He is such a lousy actor. <laughs> <laughs> have you yeah. seen have you seen Snowpiercer? Uh I haven't. I know everybody likes Love it. Love it. But, good. Oh my yeah. gosh. Good stuff. Such a good um, one. You should watch yeah, it. Yeah, watch and, that and and make your final. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. I'll, I'll watch Snowpiercer. America's uh, <laughs> But uh yeah, and it also has Christopher Plummer, mm. Lakeith Stanfield, uh Michael Shannon. You know, a lot Sounds of like a good ensemble movie. Yeah. Which makes my heart happy <laughs> yeah that one comes out in, in november but should be fun you know mm. i'm always up for a murder mystery who done yeah. it you know yeah now has anyone seen the uh actually our listener question is about it but quentin tarantino's latest retirement announcement he's saying i might be mm. done after once upon a time in hollywood i don't buy that i mm. think he's you know, I think it's all hype. He's he's juicing it. He's juicing it. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it's to generate buzz mm. and maybe get more people to see the the film. And yeah, well, that's that's what our question is about. Yeah. So yeah, well, I guess we can talk. That's about my that. personal opinion. But. Yeah. Also, um, like he has the same argument like Billy Joel has with recording, which is um, after a certain time, like an artist doesn't have anything else to say, and I just think that's like. As long as you keep living, you it's have more the biggest experiences. Comp- I know, yeah. exactly. It's like, that's yeah. why I like Jay-Z so much. It's like, he ages with his music, you know? And it's like, his audience grows with him. Yeah. You know, like, he's not rapping about the stuff that he was rapping about when he was 20. But now that he's older, it's like, he can talk about other things. You know, it's like mm-hmm. being middle-aged and stuff like that. And it's, um, like, that's the use of art is that it should be, I mean, if, if that were the case, then art would just be a young person's game, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think it should be. I mean, some, right. some of the greatest artists have done their best work in old age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with, well, with I, I agree. I mean, expertise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at so many of the, the bands that have been around for 30, 40 years, some of their best stuff is yeah. recent, yeah. you know, and it's about them being, uh, you know, reflecting on the past. And so I think I agree with that. Although I think you actually brought it up one of the other times you were on about that quote that um, the Godfather, what's his name? Uh, the, who, who wrote it? The the actor, Al Pacino. Yeah, n- uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah. Oh, we only, <laughs> Marlon Brando. I think he told Johnny Depp that we only have so many faces in our pockets. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I think maybe it can be the case, but yeah, 
I, I don't know. I guess maybe if you are so constant with it, you yeah. can, you can burn out. But I I don't I mean, think maybe that if you play yourself, yeah, you know, it gets redundant I mean, after. Like let's time, look at like but... Stanley Kubrick and let's just look at his first ten films and look at like the movies that we would have missed out on if he had given up on ten. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Well, I mean, because his last one was Eyes Wide Shut, which was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's an interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, again, it's yeah personal completely you know so and also like they i mean performers and creators they don't owe anything to us yeah but at the same time you know if if your entire livelihood and your you know your passion is creating art you know why limit yourself yeah you know why why cut it off if it's something that you truly care about you know if you're just doing it for the money i guess but you know if you're if it's your passion i i truly don't understand why you would stop after a certain point unless you're so burned out or you know there are outside forces impacting that choice mm. but i mean look at david bowie i mean he's yeah. such a great example of somebody that yeah. just constantly reinvents himself i mean mm-hmm. he's like the rest in peace yeah um he is uh i mean for my money one of the one of the best artists of the 20th mm-hmm. century like yeah. of any artist, oh yeah you know? yeah um so, so I, when I, are we gonna get a bowie biopic with tilda swinton as bowie <laughs> apparently there is a bowie one does it have till this? I don't Swinton. know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that one is. They're, uh, they're gonna have somebody like Benedict Cumberbatch with my hammer. Let's like, get oh my let's get Brendan Fraser in there. You know, let's yeah. let's get you know, let's get Will Poulter. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would actually pay good money to see the Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Oh, I would biopic. too. I would too. I'd watch it. I miss him. The worst film of all time. <laughs> yeah, poor man. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, the the documentary that I had mentioned the. Rolling, not Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan, one that is done by Martin Scorsese. They're asking him about his life and creating things. And uh, he said, well, you know, well, what's the point of life? And it's to create mm-hmm. things and put out things. And so I think yeah. as long as you have that, yeah, keep going. If you don't want to do it anymore, just say, like, I don't want to do it anymore. But to say that, like, I have nothing else to say, like, I just don't buy that argument. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like, if you're just, if you're tired of it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like if if you go into it with that mentality, you know, like I don't have anything to say, then you're not. Because what that what that comment does yeah. is it's it, it inherently is criticizing people that go on to make things. Yeah. It's like saying that their art is somehow bankrupt. It's, it's like trite or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like oh, you're just doing it because you still mm-hmm. want the attention and money. It's like no, it's yeah. like it does have like a very like elitist ring to it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, like the middle years of Quentin Tarantino were garbage. I disagree. You think? Oh, you, yeah. You like all that Once Upon a Time in Mexico stuff? Oh, no, that's uh, Rodriguez. I'm sorry. Um, the uh, Didn't he write that, though? I don't think he did. I don't think so. Uh, I meant, um, what is it? Um, the one with uh, the... Death Proof? Death Proof, yeah. I, I mean, I like it a lot. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but... Yeah. I, I mean, because he was doing Kill Bill around that time. I, right. I love Kill yeah. Bill, and then he did... Inglorious Bastards, Tearing right afterwards. And, yeah, and that's 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 my favorite. So yeah, I, I mean, he has a few lulls, but I would I mean, not it was, say it was like Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, and then like garbage, and then <laughs> and then, and then Inglorious Bastards picked it up again. And I, 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 I mean, I would agree that period is his weakest, but I would by no means say it's bad. Okay, so but hey, that's that's just yeah. my opinion, right? <laughs> It's just like your opinion, man. Well, yeah, I know. We're all buddies at the end of the day here. We so. are all film buds. Yes. Um, yeah. What's your What's your favorite Tarantino flick? Inglorious Bastards. Mm. 
Probably Kill Bill really? 2. Interesting. Um, now, have you... I mean, I would love to watch it. Have you managed to find the Kill Bill 1 and 2 jo- like conjoined no, movie? No, I, I would love to. I think it's called The Whole Bloody Affair or something? something? like that, yeah. I, I would love to watch that. For sure. Um, For me, it's a toss-up between... Pulp Fiction and Glorious Bastards and um, and Django, yeah, and I'm I, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood looks a yeah. okay. So. I don't know. I'm I'm really kind of worried <laughs> about it. I, yeah. Know, I well, I mean, it, it could go either way, but I'm 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 uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I, I, I think I I think Django is his best movie. I, yeah. I'm I'm comfortable making that claim. Hmm. Okay. You know, cool. That's we all have our favorite, <laughs> right? Yeah, we do. You know, you know. <laughs> So I mean, I love Django, so I yeah. wouldn't disagree. I think it has like one of the best villains of any movie. Period. Like, um, and also I think Christoph Waltz. Oh, he's so good. Mm. He's like the definition of what a great supporting actor looks like. Um, I thought he's terrific, and yeah. Jamie Foxx yeah. is just like undeniably cool in that movie mm-hmm. for um, sure. So yeah, um, the gunfight in the mansion. Yeah. Oh yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I like Lisa. Uh, he's like, tell Miss Lisa goodbye. And she's like, bye, Miss Lisa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he like it blows her. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, well, cool. I, well, I guess, like, like I said, the the question is kind of about Tarantino, so I guess we can kind of continue it a little bit. But the FilmBuds podcast at gmail dot com is the address that can reach us. Also on Twitter at FilmBuds and Facebook and Instagram. So we're everywhere. But uh, yeah, this one comes from what's the name? Anomalazing. I think I'm saying that right. Ten. Anomalizing ten. Cool. Oh, I know her. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's saying, uh, hey, Foam Buds, what's the... How do you feel about Tarantino's recent atti- retirement announcement? And do you think that he is just juicing it for all it's worth? Totally. So, um, <laughs> seems, which seems I... Seems pretty juicy to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, agreed. <laughs> um <laughs> Only if, time will tell for sure. Because if you really didn't care, you wouldn't say it like that. You know yeah. what I mean? You wouldn't come out with a statement and be like, this is going to be my last one. Mm-hmm. Better see it. Because I, th- I, I mean, think who, how many stars have done like farewell tours? Yeah, it's like how many times did Molly again and again. like retire? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I love you, Cher, but. Mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess people, the Hateful Eight, people were kind of cooling on him a little mm-hmm. bit. And so now I think he's trying to work himself back up. And yeah. he's also building the hype of the Star Trek R rated. Film yeah, that he used yeah. might do, okay. Um, but I think I think he's juicing it hard. Yeah. <laughs> Although I mean, really, I think he's got some ulterior motives. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. Although I mean, like the cast, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Even if it was terrible, it mm-hmm. would be a hit for sure. Oh yeah. So, I mean, DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are going to bring people in, yeah. and Margot Robbie oh, as well. I'm for sure, love Margot. So, but it is starting to get a little much. Like, mm-hmm. all right, let, we get it. Yeah. Just do it. If you're yeah. going to do it, do it. But, <laughs> he is the king of excess. Mm. Yeah, fair. Um, so yeah, it's we'll have to see. And I mean, I would love for him to make a tenth movie, but yeah, hey, I can't. You know, we can't force him. No, but <laughs> no. Um. All right. Well. Cool. Um. Uh. Yeah. So quick talk there, but you know, uh, it's a good question. And so please feel free to send us any questions, comments, uh, over social media or, or over email. Like I said last week, we did have someone email me about my favorite uh, ice cream flavor. <laughs> you know, I would love if you would like to know, send me an email, mm-hmm. you know? So, 
there's only one or two other people out in the whole world that know. Wow. No, I'm kidding. But uh, one day, yes. we'll find out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, no, I really want to know your favorite coffee order, like what you like to drink. I'm just straight coffee, actually. Straight coffee? Wow. Yeah. Because the thing is, I make yeah. so many sugary drinks that yeah, yeah, I've gotten yeah. very tired of it. Interesting. So, I either drink black coffee with like half and half and yeah. a little sugar or do you prefer coffee. like a, a lighter roast or like darker? Darker. Darker. And you mix yeah, the I half like, and half. I like the bold. Yeah. Mix the half and a half in there. You get a little sugar. Mm-hmm. You just like munching on the beans. Perfect. You just. <laughs> well, see. <laughs> they're good. The, the, the one thing that I've discovered that one person had ordered is they will order a frozen latte with ground up espresso beans in it. Wow. Like, oh my God. It is so good. Yeah. Interesting. It's really good. My mom doesn't like coffee because she loves the, the scent. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't taste like the scent. But I found eating the the ground up beans sort of gets a little bit of that like sort of buttery, nutty yeah. scent of coffee. Yeah. I um only eat coffee or <laughs> I only eat coffee. <laughs> I only drink coffee um like once in a blue moon wow. when I'm having dessert. Interesting. Something. Yeah. Um, like if I'm at a like a nice restaurant, it's mm-hmm. like a family thing or something, yeah. and people are getting dessert, I will get a coffee. But that's it. I really I'm more yeah. of a tea person. Like if I go to like a cafe, mm-hmm. I get I either get a green tea, yeah, or I have um, some herbal tea. Yeah, or I get like chamomile or something. Nice. nice. Yeah. So, what choices. about you, Henry? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm definitely uh, addicted to caffeine, so yeah. I'll drink some coffee in the morning. Um, but yeah, I I would actually say I'm like a chai tea person. Interesting. Um, my former neighbors across the street were Indian, and the the mother would always give me uh, chai from India, and Ooh. it was so good. Yeah, so delicious. Wow. And so, you know, some brewed uh, chai with you know some uh, heated milk or something like that, blended in oh, yeah. with like you know cardamom and cinnamon. Oh my god. Oh man, delicious. Good stuff. Yeah, good. coffee yeah. can't compare. I love you, coffee, but. Mm. Yeah. Chai is where it's at. I have been getting into oat milk recently. Yeah, yeah. Are y'all oat milk? I don't fans? know. What is that? It's, uh, it's, uh, what's, now is it made from, um, it's not made from like actual, yeah, oats. It's, no. I'm not sure. Actually, it's a good question. It, isn't it like from the leaves or something? It's like something that? like that. Like, yeah. but it's, it's similar to like almond milk or okay. something, but it's a little bit thicker and a little less sweet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I was never a milk person. I mean, I would yeah. have chocolate milk, but that was... Yeah. Okay, Chloe's not here, but if she were, she would say, everybody's a little bit lactose intolerant. Mm. And I agree, because I'm not a lactose person, really. Um, I drink almond milk with my, you know, beverages. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm curious about the, the oat milk. It's good. Let's see what it's like. Yeah. I um, I got into kombucha for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then, you ever had kava tea? Uh, no. It's the... it's It kind of like... Chills you out a little bit. Hmm. Um, Sleepy time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I tried to make some, and apparently, if you put too much in there, it makes your face go numb, and that's what happened. Oh, jeez, so interesting. I was, I, it was, it was a very unrelaxing experience. Oh gosh, for me. wow. Uh, no, I've not had that. Yeah, it's interesting. Where can you find that? There's a place <laughs> yeah. in Carborough that's like a kava tea shop. Not um, surprised. It's like, imagine like you know, like green tea will just kind of leave you like kind of calm. Just yeah, like, you know. Imagine that, but just like a little bit more, you know, like present. Interesting. Um, you just feel a little bit kind of hmm. like, ah. Mellow. Yeah. Cool. Um, whereas Curious like coffee, like I'm already kind of like a neurotic person. So coffee <laughs> just amps me up. Yeah. Um, 
Like I had a Red Bull one time, and I thought my heart oh, was going to stop. And oh no! I was like, oh my god! Man, it's been a long time since I've had some Red Bull. But yeah. I mean, because working at a coffee shop and it's right there, I have mm. shots of espresso and mm-hmm. stuff like that all all the time. So I've yeah. gotten really used to it, for better and for worse, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can't really do the sugar drinks as much anymore. Yeah. So, but they look really good. Yeah, so I can't. I can't deny yeah. that. So. Cool. All right. Well, anything else about coffee? <laughs> yeah let me uh, give it my order <laughs> yeah so all right well i guess we can end off with our picks of the week so now i mean i'll go on for a minute because i watched a ton of animated short movies on youtube mm, nice. after our talk last week so you all have anything um well uh i know you're gonna be discussing i believe yesterday next week yes um i saw that in theaters and um i uh Per usual, had mixed feelings. Of course, <laughs> right? we'd expect yeah. nothing less. Right? Yeah. I know. I don't. Want, I've become the negative guy on the show. That's I don't okay. want to not be at all. It's okay because no. um, usually I'm I'm up, and so yeah. you gotta right. you have to have up. some balance. Was, yeah, right. Know? I'm the I'm just the Gene Siskel of yeah. <laughs> of there you film go. Buffs. Great. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no, I think uh, so. I saw yesterday. It was good. I mean, I'll, I might. I hope if I'm coming back to talk next week about that. Um, yeah, by all means. But. Um, I enjoyed it. I would yeah. I would recommend people see it because um, cool. I do think I you know it's a thumbs up, not a thumbs down. Wow. All right, um, like I would recommend it. Now, are um, you either a Beatles fan or a fan of Danny Boyle, the director? Uh, I'm a big Beatles fan. Um, Beatle maniac. I am. Yeah, I uh, I actually saw Ringo Starr in Nashville perform with his All Star Band. Nice, and it was very cool. Just to say, you've seen one Beatle mm-hmm. um, because you know it's you you watch the old YouTube videos of them you know, like from a hard day's night or like on the Ed Sullivan show. And you're like that. I mean, they were, they were so just, and also I love watching the old interviews of them. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, they say the funniest stuff, like, you know, one reporter, you know, asked John, you know, what kind of girls do you like? And he's like, I like my wife. And they asked George and George's like, I like John's wife. You know, just, I mean, they're just <laughs> yeah. so witty and charming. Yeah, yeah and they just, are. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, um, one of a kind. Yeah. I mean, they were the, they were the real deal. Um, and, I, I don't know. I mean, there's never been anything like that since. Yeah. I don't know if there um, ever will be again, no. you know? Yeah. I hate people that just are like, well, they're just like the first boy band. And it's like, that's so untrue. No. It's like, they weren't the fir- the first boy band. Yeah. And, there's, and, there's more than that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And also, I mean, the, the writing is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? It is. Yeah. Um, so I saw that. And also, like I said, I saw Fight Club, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed. Um, having just read the book and then watched the film. Um, I can say that I like the book more than the movie, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a pretty standard, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely recommend it. I would say, um, if I had to say, watch the book or read the movie, um, even though I only, even though I enjoyed the book more, if you were short for time, I would say just watch the movie because I don't think there's enough difference there. And I, think yeah. you get, I think you get enough. If you I, only got two hours, watch the movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you don't want to like put a weekend into it. Yeah. Um, that's the thing about books is you really got to commit yourself, whereas like movies are you know, little microcosms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I would say, you know, both both were good. I think Brad Pitt was the perfect choice. I mean, talk about great oh, yeah. casting. Oh, yeah. And He's Ed Norton good. was great for mm-hmm. the narrator. And and also uh Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah. You know, Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah. Plays uh Maya uh River Ringer or singer, I think is her name. Um and uh yeah, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. So Man, uh that was prime time for Edward Norton. He had that and he had 
um, what's what's the one where he plays the white supremacist? American History X. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he was huge that that time. That movie is like I think a masterpiece. Yeah. I think that movie's stunning. Yeah, um, and it's very relevant to things going on. Oh, today. totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think everybody should see that movie. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing is I think like a year of high school English should be dedicated to film. Amen. Let's do it. I agree. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I ever become a teacher, man, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, yeah. Cause I mean, you like, you read plays. Why not read, you know, read screenplays and then watch the movie. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. So anyway, that's what I saw. Cool. cool. I actually also saw yesterday and oh, really cool. enjoyed it. Yeah. Nice. Um, we got to get both of you up yeah. back. <laughs> Let's you <know>? come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Do you know, did he, so he, the the actor, he mm-hmm. sang everything in it, right? Yes. I mean, that's his voice. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah. Talented. I mean, I, that was, I thought about that after, like, I was like, I didn't look at that as a, a an actor singing. I was like, that's just like a musician that's acting. I yeah. was like, he's really yeah. talented. Yeah, he's even, I mean, I haven't seen it, but yeah. he seems, no, from I, what I've listened to, I was seems that way. pleasantly surprised and um, actually... I felt the same way with Rocket Man with uh, Taron Egerton. Egerton, mm. um, oh, it, you know the the vocals were just really well done. Yeah, Rocket Man is my favorite film of the year so far. Wow, I love yeah. Rocket Man. It was really well um, done. Mm-hmm. Taron Egerton um, deserves an Oscar for that, and yeah. and it makes Rami Malek's. I mean, it looked it made it made Bohemian Rhapsody look like a student film. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was just and yeah. the fact that Rami Malek didn't sing was a joke. That was such the wrong choice. Yeah, uh, for that I, I love that Rocket Man was a musical. You yeah, know, through mm-hmm. and through. Um, but yeah, yesterday, really well done. And I'm coming at it from not being a Beatles fan. I've mm. never really liked or cared for the Beatles. I'm team Yoko all the way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, wow. Um, <laughs> that, is a, that is the darkest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, <But> yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bombshell. I know. Bombshell drop. I know. Oof. Henry. Oof. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, please don't hate me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I really liked the, the film overall. I thought it was really well done. Interesting. I mean, because I'm, I'm, I can see Jeremy the, is the hatred like, in your eyes. It's like going, it's like going to like uh, a Christmas pageant and just yeah. like walking up to the stage with, like the kids, and they're like, "I see the the North Star, or whatever." And then uh, another North Star, whatever it is, the star. You got and it. Then, and then Henry just like drop kicks the manager. <laughs> you know, just like you know, I'm on Team Herod. <laughs> like yeah. what? Herod forever. Star yeah. again. All right. Hey, just, just yeah. out of curiosity, what did you think? I know you're not a big Beatles fan, yeah. but without giving away spoilers, I know yes. you are going to talk about it next week, yeah. but I'm not going to see you next week probably. So mm. um, the scene where he pays the visit to the person by the shore, mm. did, you, what did, you, did you think that was? I was a little bit like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was well done. You thought it was in good taste? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was, I don't know if powerful is the right word, but like there were, there were a lot of... Um, I don't know. I had a lot of thoughts. And it's emotions. better than having like a CGI person, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't want to give. No. Away. Yeah. Don't want to give away too I'm much. Interested. But, hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely don't think it was in bad taste, but um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like it can be picked apart, and there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Yeah. It's how, a, it's a suitcase. Now, how was Lily James Henry? Queen, your, your perfect in everything, and. <laughs> Always will be. Yeah. Yeah. No, she she was well done. Yeah. Was she the girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see I'm terrible. Love I'm, Lily I'm James. So bad with names for actors yeah. and actresses. 
No, um, I, I have to I have to fill in for Chloe as the support the ingenue. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I do really like her. What has she been in? She okay, so she was in Downton Abbey. Okay, as, Actually, I didn't watch that. Yeah, so. I was die diehard uh, Downton Abbey fan, and she played this sort of um, stereotypical rich girl, um, sort of idiot. Uh, but then grew as a character over the course of the seasons. Um, she was in the live action Cinderella as Cinderella. Oh, cool. Which okay. is like one of my favorite films Great. of all time. Uh, her performance is really well done. Good job, Disney, for once. Um, mm. She was in Baby Driver. Yes, Baby Driver. Oh, is she the girlfriend of that too? Yeah. Okay. She, she, she plays a, a lot of girlfriends. She had but. a good uh, Southern accent in that movie. I, yeah. was, I was impressed. I yeah, she's British. I mean, she's really good at accents. Yeah. See, um, I think English... British English yeah. is, is so similar to Southern accents. Yeah, uh, it's if you actually look, if you study the the linguistic sort of heritage of of this region, right? Um, it's you know um, Southern accents are really just slowed down British accents. Yeah. it's very easy yeah. to like sit there and you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Cool. Anything um, else for you, Henry? Um, does Stranger Things count? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. I, I watched it pretty much in one sitting. Mm. Um, I was excited. I felt like it was not lacking, but you know, it, it definitely was. Um, it didn't have the same momentum okay. as uh, was built up. But yeah, that's all I want to say mm-hmm. for now. <laughs> I haven't really fully gathered my thoughts. Right, right. I did see when we I saw Midsummer the trailer for It Chapter Two. Oh um, yeah, and man, that looks good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the first one, but um, I didn't know Bill Hader was in that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched uh, that show Barry on HBO mm-hmm. yeah. um, and that was just a knockout. I love that show. Yeah, I've been yeah. curious about that. Oh, it's great. You should yeah. check it out. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Cuz I, I still need to keep watching Euphoria that I talked mm. about a week or two ago, the new Love HBO. Zendaya. Yeah. Yeah. The new HBO series, but I am I am curious about Barry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's in it's chapter 2, man. Mm-hmm. Pretty good I, cast. I don't know if this is true, but I heard that all of the child actors from the first film uh, how to say and who was playing That's the so cool. older actors. That's awesome. I could, I could, I could see it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's like a true thing or just you know something that people made up that everyone's been like, oh, that's cute. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the cast is really well done. The first movie, uh, it, I liked it. I liked it a lot, but it also definitely scared me because I'm not a clown person. Yeah. I don't like clowns at all. And so I think, yeah, it was a bad idea for me to see that yeah. <laughs> at night. But um yeah, I'm definitely going to see the second one. Oh, I'm for excited. Sure. Yeah. For sure. It does look sort of silly, but, you know, it's it. So. Yeah, <laughs> might as well be. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'll just kind of burn through these uh, until people get bored. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, these were just a bunch of ones done by various companies. You can spend hours on mm-hmm. YouTube watching great animated short films. So if you ever need time to code, do that. And some of these were student films that were really impressive. Mm-hmm. So first one I watched is called Pip which is about a dog at Canine University trying to become a service dog for the blind. Love it. Uh, but he's having trouble dealing with the formal structure and training of, of school. And he's like, yeah. you know, I just can't keep up, you know? That sounds cute. Yeah. And so, but he's getting discouraged. And so he decides to quit. And But as he's leaving, he sees a blind woman who's, uh, has gotten lost in a construction site oh, about no. to be covered in yeah. concrete. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he races for it yeah. and uh brings her to safety. Oh. And luckily the entire school was watching. Yeah. And they bring him back. Plus. And he's and, oh. and it shows, you know, you, you don't need formal training to be yeah. good at something. And so and it's then a I, good message. Yeah, and I think it was yeah. actually maybe done by some company that's like kind of promoting okay. pets and dogs and, yeah. and, and, and everything. 
Mm. Uh, then I watched one called Sandcastle, which is about a sandcastle on the beach, um, but it's kind of, it's kind of brought to life, and it's there are like sand soldiers guarding it <laughs> and everything, and it's very detailed, like yeah. very kind of like Lord of the Rings esque. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! But then uh, a crab comes, and it's it becomes this like epic. Yeah. fantasy battle wow. between uh like soldiers are dying sacrificing themselves yeah. for one another but then at the end guess what a wave comes oh. and destroys it all no that's that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah. i like that actually but the animation is, is quite good on that one yeah then i watched one called reflection which is about a girl who uh is being teased and um is kind of losing sight of her self and personality and hmm. so she in order to be accepted, she throws away her, or is trying to throw away her ice. Uh, what do you go on the ice with? Skates. Skates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you go on the ice with? Um, yeah. yeah. Picks. Um, so she's. Um, she decides to throw them away in order to be seen as cool, I guess. Uh-huh. And she's walking through the city, but her reflection is literally following her through windows and water puddles and everything mm-hmm. trying to get her to stop mm-hmm. then all of a sudden when she th- is about to throw them over the bridge her reflection stops her from doing that and she decides to keep them and keep being herself and uh oh, you know it's power really through it you know yeah then watch one called poilus p-o-i-l-u-s which is about like a mix between a world war one story and watership down huh. and it's pretty much just world war one but with rabbits on two legs okay and it's about a soldier who runs out into no man's land during an attack and he sees this huge kind of creature pop up and he shoots it mm-hmm. but then he kind of passes out and he wakes up the next day and it's just a, another soldier like him or another mm-hmm. rabbit um and so he's kind of horrified that it's just someone who looks exactly like him and then mm-hmm. the, the final scene is him the next day running right back out into no man's land having to do it all over again oh wow yeah uh, Powerful, yeah. And then I watched a, a student one called Overcomer, which is about a depressed teenage girl about to turn eighteen years old, who uh, is ha- has all these negative thoughts running through her head, like you know you're not pretty enough, you're you know mean, you know blah blah blah. And she sees all of her friends or all these people on social media, mm-hmm. um, with like lives, quote unquote, yeah. you know, with groups of friends and all that, and she's just kind of going further and further into herself uh and then she goes to sleep and in her dream a younger version of herself pops up and she kind of watches how her younger self became this way and it's mm-hmm. just being teased by people and the girl's kind of just losing herself and um just shriveling up and as these memories go by she's being covered by chains and shackles until she mm. can't move at yeah. all and so then the final scene is her deciding she doesn't want that, and she she goes up and hugs the younger version of herself and says, yeah. "You matter. Wow. You know you're you're great." And then she wakes up the next day and decides to have a better, mm-hmm. more optimistic outlook on life. Wow, yeah, it's truly how it be. Yeah, sometimes. Then I watched one called Tag, which I think the title and the the video is called Tag Christmas, just because separated from other movies called Tag. Yeah, yeah. which is about a only about a minute and a half long. And it's about a creature made entirely of red and green Christmas wrapped presents. And he's out in the oh, I think I've seen this one. Oh, have you? Okay, yeah. Um, out in the North Pole, and he's he sees this blue and gold tag in the snow, and he's like, "Hey, who's who does this belong to?" And so he he spends his day 
searching and searching and searching for this, the owner of this, and he can't find her or him. I don't know what the... Yeah. <laughs> and then what? Uh, he's on his last attempt and he's on this mountain peak and then someone taps him on the shoulder and it's someone who looks exactly like him but in blue and gold mm-hmm. boxes yeah. and she she has his tag and, cool. and they hug and Aww, then that's the end sweet. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then I watched one called um, First Date which is about these two people who go on a blind date and they've both done a lot of things to themselves to try and make themselves look more aesthetically pleasing. Like the girl has put like rubber balls in her chests and stuff like that. It's, you know, yeah. and the guy's wearing a wig and, uh, but they're so bad at not being themselves that they completely screw up and they're yeah. embarrassed themselves beyond belief. Oh gosh. But then one by one, they start to just accept each other's imperfections mm-hmm. and then they are happy together. Oh. And they're like, Hey, you know, let's just be together. We, we've both done the same thing, you yeah. know? So then I watched one called um, Brush a Foxtail, which is about a fox living across from another fox who's a painter, and he uses his uh, tail as a brush. Cute. And he's uh, the girl across the street or the fox across the street is someone he's in love with, and he's painted a portrait, but he's too nervous to give it to her. And so then that night, the other paintings that he's done which include like landscapes, like clouds and all this, mm-hmm. they come to life and they l- literally force him to go over to the woman's house and show her the painting. And then she opens the door just as he uh, gets there. But he's so embarrassed that he, you know, tra- tries to throw it away, but she sees it and she's like, Oh wow. I'm, I'm so flattered by this. <laughs> and then they, yeah, they chat and they talk. What percentage of these are hand animated versus computer? These are generated? pretty much all CG. Oh, okay. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then just one or two more here. So I watched one called Adam, which is about a... a Adam. Yes. It's about a... I don't know if he was a person before or not, but he, he wakes up as a, a robot in this warehouse, and he's so mm. horrified and confused as to why he's yeah. there. And then he's forced by this guard to go out into this section outside and where there are a, like a million like him, and they kind of force them to do like labor and all these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're controlled by these screens on their chests. And then all of a sudden these two mystical figures come up and they kind of hold up their hands and then all the screens on their chests go off and they're free. And then they follow this person. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like kind of giving people a voice and yeah. freedom is, yeah. you know, the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, might be about it that I, I have. Um, Oh, one more so-called waltz duet, which I think is French, which is about these two conjoined sisters who are piano players, expert mm-hmm. piano players, and it's in the Victorian era, mm. and they're playing one day on their piano uh, in their upstairs bedroom, and this violinist comes and hears them and is so moved by this music that he goes over to their window and starts playing the violin, and they go downstairs and they they meet him. And there's no notice at all of him being so taken aback by mm-hmm. what they are or who they are. And then they just end up playing music together. And, oh, you know, it's nice. so sweet. Uh, and wow. that might be about it. And I can talk about more next week, but yeah, that's enough for now. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and all of those are in the show notes, so you can check those out. Cool. But just spend some time looking at, yeah. you know, it sounds like a rabbit hole. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it really is. Especially with YouTube because they have like the suggested ones. Yeah. Next like, to it and you're like, Oh, like, that's a cool hey, thumbnail. It, it's, hey, it's only three minutes. Right. I'm in. Yeah. You know, 
one yeah. hour later. Yeah, and before you know it, it's it's two in the morning, yeah. Jeremy. You know, you think it's inconsequential, but yeah, you get sucked in. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that's about it for what we got. Um, but yeah, so again, just stay tuned for the music buds next week and the the heist movie special tomorrow. What were some of the movies that y'all are gonna? We're gonna be talking about. It's a good question, Jeremy. Oceans. Ocean's Eleven, yes. That Italian will be there. Job. Not the Italian job. Heist? Correct. What? Oh, <laughs> oh, hi, oh, the, oh. The movie Heist? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are doing heist movies. Um, no, we're, no, we're trying to pick some that are... Lesser known. Lesser known a little bit mm. and just keep it a little more varied. Um, oh, we're going to be doing The Town. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Nice. And so it's it's going to be a good list. Pretty varied. I'm excited. So, Hell or yeah. High Water? That's a good one. Yes, we are. I love yeah. that's. That's probably my most favorite movie from like this decade. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, it's high praise. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good what one. would you give that? A four out of five? <laughs> that's funny. No, no. Um, um, <laughs> that's funny. I, I, I give it actually actually I would give it a nine out of ten, probably. Wow. Nine out of ten. All right. Well, hey. Cool. <laughs> so but yeah, so stay tuned for that. And uh next week I think on the regular show we will be doing yesterday and then the the Bob Dylan documentary that I've talked about, hmm. uh, Rolling Thunder Review. And so either of y'all are welcome, of course, cool. anytime, please. Thank you for having Thanks. me. It's always great to come on. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, again, just make sure to yeah go to our Patreon page, donate at the, the filmbuds.com, all of that stuff, because we'd really appreciate it. Rate us on iTunes, all that good stuff. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, guys. As always, thanks so much. Thank you. It's great to see you. Yeah, I've yeah. uh, got to get to my uh, Swedish Midsummer Festival. Yes, oh, gosh, yes, we all, yeah, we all must do that. <laughs> yeah, let's so, <laughs> All right, well, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, and we'll see you next time. So, all right, so spoilers ahead for Midsummer. So if you haven't seen it, go ahead and stop listening or keep listening. <laughs> or keep you know, listening. I, you know, okay, there's an NPR article. I will find it, but I, I heard it um, on the radio like probably a decade ago, and it was like scientifically proving that if you know the ending of something, you'll enjoy it more. I believe that. So I like, I, I say that to people all the time, and I don't have the receipt like on my phone mm. to show you, but mm. we'll see. I will find the article and send it to you. Well, see, Chloe always knows. <laughs> yeah the ending of things no matter of what of course she does <laughs> but see but see now i'm that's her power. kind of the opposite yeah i like not knowing what's coming yeah you know there are some movies that will shock me and then mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah I, I like trying to figure it out exactly but i read um i'll read the synopsis and i'll watch like one trailer mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. it yeah interesting um usually i do the same unless it's something that i'm like heavily anticipating yeah in yeah. which case i'll like eat up everything i can mm-hmm. but yeah like with the avengers and stuff i did that yeah. too i was mm-hmm. all about the like easter eggs and stuff interesting so, um now have you gone to see the extended cut yeah in theaters of uh, the avengers yes uh no i haven't seen that i also haven't <laughs> seen the one where they edited all the women uh what? Did you hear about this what? there was this incident. <laughs> no there was this, there was, <laughs> They well, Mar- yeah. how did they edit them? So <laughs> apparently, and I don't know this. I I read this. I don't know if it's exactly the truth, but apparently there was some incel guy on the internet. Um, if you're familiar with that term, uh, involuntary celibate. 
Um, that's a term that is like bandied around the alt right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so basically, basically, this sort of man, like women hating men mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And yeah. Um, this guy edited out all of the scenes of women and also all of the scenes of men showing affection for each other, like hugging. <sighs> In in what Avengers? Avengers Endgame. Oh jeez. Yeah, I have not heard of this. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised that it exists though. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's the very horrible I, internet culture. Very like, sad. Well, now I know that. How much time oof. do you have on your hands? Obviously, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're an incel. It's a so. lot of time. A lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that Disney cut out. There's this blooper in Toy Story 2 that they cut out that. Um, uh, because of the Me Too movement, they cut really? out where the uh, the pioneer miner guy, the Kelsey Grammer's character, is talking to the two Barbie dolls in his box, and it's kind of like alluding to like some kind of pornography or something. Oh wow! And they cut it because uh, they just re released it on I think 4K and stuff, and okay. so they they cut that it's out quietly, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about that? Um, it's I think. No, I mean, obviously, I'm all for yeah supporting that stuff, but people are getting a little hypersensitive these days. Like, I watched that movie a million times when I was a kid, and yeah. I, I mean, it's didn't yeah. pick up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which maybe says more about me than yeah I would want. Well, maybe but, you're I just, mean, maybe just an innocent kid. I mean, those jokes are in there for the parents. Yeah, you know? yeah. And maybe it's you know, I guess uh, the kids who sort of grew up with it are like, you know, oh, you're messing with my. You know, right, childhood favorite film, whatever. I sat down to watch a movie uh, <clears throat> the other day with two of my nieces. My parents were babysitting, and I just mm-hmm. happened to be at the house, and um, they were watching some nonsense cartoon. And I was like, "Let's watch like a really good movie." Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to show them the, the Princess Bride, but they didn't have it on iTunes. Mm. Um, Green so Inferno. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cannibal Aww. Holocaust. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, no. I showed them, uh, I, sh- I was like, you guys want to watch something old? And they're like, no. And I'm like, that would be fun. So I showed them Matilda. And, a classic. Yeah. and um, But I, I was like surprised. Like even they were like, this is how like hypersensitive kids are now. Yeah. The scene, the opening scene where they put Matilda as the baby in the car without the seatbelt. And it's kind of this humorous scene where yeah. like Danny DeVito is like driving erratically and the baby sliding yeah, yeah. back. And my niece, uh, the older one goes, um, he should be in jail for that. <laughs> I'm like, oh uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's the point. Yeah. They're yeah. terrible parents. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's always uh, fun to like, and they really liked it, which was cool to good. see. Um, I, that's one thing I don't, I don't, I wish like more kids' movies were live action because I think it's important yeah. for kids to see themselves and characters. That's really um, important. Um, Disney plug. Uh, I've sipped a little bit of the Kool-Aid that <laughs> Chloe mentioned last episode. Um, the Little Mermaid is my favorite yeah. movie, like Disney movie ever. Oh, yeah. Ever, and they've casted uh, Halle Bailey, a, a black singer, as mm-hmm. Ariel for the live action cool. remake. Not Halle Berry. Right? Not <laughs> not Halle Berry. As the, Halle, that's a, that's Halle a, Bailey. That's <laughs> very very similar name. Um, but a lot of people are you know up in com- arms about yeah that. they're up in arms about it. That's stupid because they're like oh you know she's she's white she's a redhead. Etc. But it's really important for kids to see themselves uh, in movies. It's about a mermaid. She's right. Not, she's not anything. <laughs> Mermaids are mythical creatures. Right. Yeah. You know who who says what skin color they have to have? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Representation is really important. Yeah. And yeah, kids need to see themselves on the big screen. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is like that. The what you were saying. It's like the Stranger Things smoking mm-hmm. thing. Like yeah. it's the eighties. It's just. I mean. Yeah, it's what they did. It's not. Kids aren't going to be like. Oh, yeah, I know. Got to go out and get a cigarette. You know. <laughs> yeah. But. I don't know. It's a hard call, Jeremy. Hard call. Also, it's a teaching moment. You know, yeah. if you if you're watching it with your kids and you say, you know, 
do you think it's crazy like how often people were smoking back then? And yeah. the kid would probably say, yeah, that's crazy. And you're like, yeah. You know, then you could say like, well, the drug companies didn't, or the tobacco companies didn't tell people, don't you think that's a bad thing? You know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, so it's a conversation. That's one of the things I think. It's a conversation is, starter. Yeah, yeah, I think that's important. And um, like I've thought, like as I get older and I guess like approach the age of like having kids and also I think it's because I have nieces and it's like, as they get older, they ask more questions and stuff. And so it's like, how do you respond to the kids? And mm -hmm. I think you have to be, you have to be like honest and nurturing I think that's like the way, like you don't want to like lie to a kid about anything. No. You know. Um, Actually, I think lying to kids is very important. Yeah. Right. It sets them off. I mean, yeah. The right track. Yeah, certain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a line. Right. But, um, Little white lies. Yeah. So, spoilers. Yeah. And, let's and, and, let's and, have the spoiler and, talk. And, no, I mean the the wing angel thing. Yeah, that was the blood. The, the blood eagle. Uh, the blood eagle. Yeah. Blood eagle. Yes. I loved that. And, yes, I had. So I had heard of that practice, mm -hmm. the I guess Nordic or Viking yeah. practice. Yeah. And I was like, as as they were kind of showing us like, oh my God, that's the Vikings. That's what he's doing. That's the Vikings would put salt on the lungs. I heard that. As, yeah. Uh, as so, like extra punishment. Yeah. yeah. Pretty gruesome. Uh but that was amazing. And with the flower eyes. The flower on the eyes. I, I oh wish that gosh. like they had hammered home the like breakup point at the end by um because like um yeah. the director said that the the burning scene of the temple mm -hmm. was analogous to like burning a box of like your ex's stuff mm. and um and so I, I wish that like it was just all men in there like i thought yeah. that would have like because there was like one lady and i thought that was kind of like was there yeah there was one of the the swedish ladies had volunteered oh. um and so i was a little bit like that kind of corrupts the, the metaphor a little bit yeah. um, maybe an ex-girlfriend maybe maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah i thought it was cool um yeah. I actually kind of liked um, the, the breakup metaphor for that scene because yeah. she she's uh, choosing, you know, who's going to be the yeah. the sacrifice. And then we cut to the scene of them putting him, you know. What do you think the smile meant at the end? Oh, God. That's <laughs> that's a good question. Wait. Yeah. wait uh, where, where it zooms in on her and as she a final shot. The... I, think, I think relief and freedom. Yeah. yeah. Where she's, you know. she's purged her... Past, she's sort of gone through the the five stages of grief almost. Exactly, you know, she's like, accepted. She's purged that guy out of his life and his friends, mm -hmm. and then also moved on. Hopefully, from yeah. the. the but it's also psychotic because, like, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not. Well, I mean, he's a bad boyfriend, but it's yeah. not like he deserved to like get burned no. alive. No. <laughs> but I, I, I really, <laughs> definitely not. No, but I feel like the the people in the commune sort of like, and also his uh, her boyfriend's friends. I feel like the, the outsiders uh, yeah. to their relationship sort of fueled things almost, yeah. you know, the, there's the way the... that they set everything up with, you know, the him having sex with the village girl yeah. and then, you know, oh, don't go look through the keyhole. Okay, well, yeah. sorry. That's, like, you know? that's what I was thinking is like, you know, she was like preordained to be the May Queen. Yeah. You know, she was like, chosen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, because there's the scene at the beginning with the in the restaurant where mm -hmm. they're all talking about how kind of pathetic she is when she's calling the boyfriend over and over, and they're not mm -hmm. showing her any because yeah. clearly, clearly she's showing um, nervousness and yeah. um, she pain. Needs support. Exactly, and then so and they all kind of dismiss her for that. Mm -hmm. So I read one um, thing online that said that the Swedish friend. 
um, actually killed her parents to get her there. Really? Yeah. Huh. That was like conspiracy because um, they said that if you look, you can see there's like the uh, yellow flowers by their um, by their bedside, like oh. a, like a vase or something, and that was supposed to be like a you know like an hmm. interesting. Yeah. A, a cue to that because he says like you know you're the one that I'm like really glad is coming mm-hmm. you know um, interesting and huh. um, something to think about yeah so yeah but um, I mean I do like how that relationship is kind of how it evolves with mm-hmm. like you know you kind of see the with boyfriend him, like, drawing her and you know yeah and like, like interest yeah exactly and how he's it's showing him looking at other women mm-hmm. just right in front of her and it's like that subtle stuff that in a relationship that may not seem obvious at first, but then when he put it all together, it's yeah. like, geez, this yeah. isn't the it's person I should be with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that last shot is her just purging her past yeah. and right. moving on, yeah. becoming a queen, you know, becoming a queen. <laughs> literal. Maker. Yeah. Yeah. My, literal. Yeah. My question for you guys is, do you think she stayed in the commune afterwards? Do you think she would even be able to escape if she wanted to? I don't to? think she'd be able to. I don't think she'd yeah. be able to either. Interesting. Yeah, I think yeah. she's stuck. Because she's the only one left of yeah. her group, of her group so. of people. Right. I mean, the guy has his legs sticking out of the ground. I mean, yeah. he can't do anything. I <laughs> and I think um, they set the um, they set up that potential romance. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So yeah. She's found. She has somebody there. I guess. Right. And she also has no other family. Right. Yeah. So no. She's, she's yeah. She's yeah. Free as a bird. Sad to be all alone. <laughs> yeah, she's the off the grid. <laughs> she's living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did feel like it was somewhat predictable. Like I knew as soon as they got on that cliff, they were going to jump off. And yeah. Right. Then, you know, well, so. I think that's almost, and it's kind of, uh, it's a personal mm-hmm. taste, but like, you know, it's going to happen. And so you're just waiting for that. Yeah. That dread is yeah. building. That's where other people. Yeah. Whereas other people. I was just kind of weird, like splatter horror too. in there, yeah. like we see like the smashed heads. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, he loves head gore. Yeah. yeah. When, when the woman sort of like, Falls down and then reverbs yeah. and it's just a pulp and and there's the legs yeah, yeah. The, legs. the broken leg. leg yeah um, yeah I was sad to see they killed the bear I was like yeah, yeah. Man, he didn't do anything he yeah. didn't deserve that <laughs> yeah need the, the bear the to go dark one or whatever they called him um, yeah I do Fourth think thing. I think you can definitely read that story as something about like white nationalism mm-hmm. because like there is that juxtaposition between like dark and light like yeah. they refer there's to only one black the, character well they refer to the 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 evil spirit as the black one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. And so they're purging that. Interesting. Um, yeah. And then yeah. also this idea about the, uh, the Oracle has a pure bloodline, mm-hmm. but sort of the critique is, is that it creates a irrational society when like mm-hmm. you try to strive for like a, a homogenous group mm-hmm. because it's just, you need diversity to flourish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, the kid has you know, mental health or he's a, you know, Disabled. Disabled. Disabled, yes. Um, yeah, which is one thing that I always think is kind of like, I got, I was a little bit like, that's kind of lame. Like when I saw like mm-hmm. the Oracle was like a disabled kid, I'm like, yeah. really? That's like. I feel like that's starting to be an overused thing in movies I now. Yeah. I will say though, I'm glad that they didn't like have the Oracle be, you know, like, um, I guess like vilified. Right. Um, used for like horror. Yeah, yeah, used as like a shock value Which thing. The trailer, I think, made it seem. They did. Like and it, it a lot of the sense. like TV spots and like, especially um, on my Instagram, like yeah. as one of the recurring ads, like it would always have like a shot of the Oracle in it. And I was like, come on, guys. Yeah. You're better than that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of like sad that I guess like marketing has to appeal to like the lowest mm-hmm. common denominator. Yeah, it's like people want to see like weird stuff. Yeah, Joanne and Cletus are gonna be like, oh look at that, that's creepy. Let's go yeah. see. Joey and Cletus. Joanne and Cletus. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I think it's a Lindsay Ellis term. I'm not positive, but yeah. but it's like you know the Middle American. Yeah, like, right. Um, right. Well, it's like it's, yeah. it's like the same reason why people would go see sideshows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. it's to be shocked by things that aren't you know or that you're not accustomed to. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like what we were Othering. talking about with uh, extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile where it's almost that like Mm -hmm. weird fascination or fantasy right of watching this serial killer do his thing yeah you know yeah so Hmm. cool yeah any other uh spoilers oh i had a whole bunch of them and now i can't think of any Hmm. (laughs) silence (laughs) (laughs) gosh well that was pretty funny when they were dancing around the maypole and they yeah. both start speaking Swedish to each other oh, yeah. when they're both like yeah. on the psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. Um, maybe the whole thing was a drug trip. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know, that is something that I was thinking about um, when I think you mentioned it, Henry, the leg that was like sticking out of the garden yeah. at one point. And I was like, were all of these signs in front of them the whole time? And they just didn't realize. And they were just yeah. so drugged that they didn't see, you know, right. the stuff going on. Like, you know, I, with with the blood eagle and you know how many people that they ended up killing at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I was like, it, it would have been hard, I think, to live in this place for you know a few days and have all of these people be killed and not notice any of it. Yeah, you know, like I feel like they heard some screams at various points throughout the film, but you know they they didn't really see anything happen. Right. You know, it's always sunny in this place. So. Yeah. In midsummer. In Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I just really want to rewatch it now. I yeah. feel like there's so yeah. many things. Um, it was definitely a hard movie to watch. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't think everybody yeah. will like this movie. Challenging, for sure. It's going to yeah. be divisive, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Mm. All right. Cool. That about nice. it? All I got. All right.